Welcome to the Positively Star Wars Senate Podcast. This is Obi-Wan Kenobi. May the Force be with you. Looky, looky, Simitai. He's a Jedi arriving. with a little help from Skype. This episode was recorded on the 11th of February 2024, which means it's almost Valentine's Day for all you lovebirds out there, or, as I like to call 14th of February, International Single People Ignoring It Day. So <laughs> on this episode of the podcast, we're going to be talking about The Bad Batch Season 3, which has had a trainer and a little clip released and starts imminently. In fact, by the time you probably hear this show, it might well have started. And then we're going to talk about the 25th anniversary of The Phantom Menace, which means uh, that we would have watched it, let me see, 2024 minus 30, add five. Yes, back in 1999, roughly, give or take a few years. Last century, folks, believe it or not. Um, so, this episode is brought to you by Crosshair. Not every clone is your ally. Formerly designated CT-9904, Clone Commando, served from the Grand Army of the Republic, Doing the Clone Wars, part of Clone Force 99, of course, possesses many genetic mutations, which gives him exceptional eyesight and marksmanship skills. Hence, I suppose that's where they come up with the idea of crosshair. But before we get going with the show, as ever, it's time for a quick word from the sponsors of this episode. Listen, the explosive words and sounds of the Star Wars context system. Imagine yourself in the movie. I sense a disturbance in the Force. May the force be with you. You join us. You will be a Jedi, I promise. You have been well trained. You haven't experienced Star Wars until you've experienced ComTech. Figures come with chips, readers sold separately, batteries not included. And thanks to the sponsors. Keeping the lights on, wheels on the road, food in the cupboard, fighting the airways, and paying for Ryan's Netflix subscription. So, I guess. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or at least for this month, anyway. So, let's meet the crew. My name is Stephen, the only British member of the crew. You might be pleased to know. And yes, I'm in England. Yes. So, however, the rest of the Motley crew comes from across that fast pond of water to my west, west, that direction, in the United States of America. So, in random Skype order, we have Ricky. Hello. Ryan. Hello there. Marie. Hey there. And Ron. Greetings and salutations, fellow senators. Chancellor. Yeah, thank you. Thank you everybody for joining us. It's the uh, the usual crew most of the time uh, here. But before we get going with the show, I have a little Chris question, and I've kept it on topic. No, it's not a Super Bowl question. It is a Phantom Menace question. So I asked this question at the start of the show. I might even ask it during the middle of the show, remember. But I'll ask it again at the end of the show, and we have the answer as well. So, in the Phantom Menace, how many handmaidens does Queen Amadonna have? Hmm. It is a number. It is a whole number. 
It's more than one. It's uh, it's. Uh, All right. So so to be clear, it is a whole number. <laughs> it's a whole number. It's not like two point five. Uh, it's 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 less than ten. More than one, less than ten. Six hundred. Yeah. And apparently, as as uh, did I go over? Uh, I didn't go for something simple. I want to go for slightly bit more difficult, but. Uh, Maybe the uh, maybe the, uh, the some of the some people might have noticed this more than others. I had no idea. Okay, so onwards with the show. The answer coming at the end. Don't skip yet. Okay, so we're going to go around the big massive table that stretches across the Atlantic Ocean and see what everybody's been up to in Star Wars land this last thirty days before we get on to the main feast of the show, and we will start with. Hello. Uh, what have I been doing? Um, oh, I've been picking up action figures on clearance. Um, then actually, my my Walmart uh, rearranged everything, so they kind of moved stuff around. So like, they totally like redid the layout. But um, I had I did a little video a couple weeks back where I was showing you where the, my wife picked up some Lando figures and stuff like that for like eight to maybe ten dollars. I went back there yesterday at Walmart. They still had one there, and it was bumped up to like twenty five now on clearance. So I don't know what they're doing, <laughs> but um, yeah, Target and stuff. Uh, that and then I got, I started collecting those uh, micro series, um, vehicles. Like I got the Millennium Falcon, which is awesome. Those things are cool. I wish I could find more three and three quarter inches, but I think I might start collecting that stuff because they're tiny. So um, that and then I picked up, um, Provo Pursuit. Star Wars edition from 1997, so uh, it, it's uh, it's all OT questions that we all know. But um, Ryan was gonna buy one and he passed it up, and now he regrets it uh, immensely. Because um, <laughs> nobody <laughs> answered my text message in a timely manner. <laughs> so I found it on Macari for pretty cheap for like nine dollars. So um, it was used, but not everything was still in the package. But that thing's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, um, the only thing it was supposed to have. Um, because like collector's edition was supposed to have like ten additional cards that had uh, Phantom Menace questions because it was a preview for the new movie you know that was coming out at the time, um, but those weren't in there so I was kind of disappointed in that but, uh, but otherwise it's pretty cool but uh, then I'm trying to get through Fallen uh, Jedi Survivor not Fallen Order Jedi Survivor and there's probably more stuff I've just been watching movies and and uh, getting back into uh, Trying to read the comics and stuff like that. Oh, I did download um, Escape from Valo. I just have to start reading it. So couldn't find the audio book on that one, but I got the uh, ebook. So there is no audio book. Yeah, is there not? I was wondering that too because no, I know that they for, do take a while for, for the kids ones. Not for a yeah. month or so, I think. I forget. Uh, Ryan of the day. I can't remember. I think it's. I can't remember. If it's March. Yeah, I think it was pushed to full month, which is weird. I don't know. If there's an official reason or what. Hmm. Well, it's not the first time, is it, for um, young adult? No, I think to, uh, to the first ones with uh, Vern didn't come out for a while. So, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much uh, strange. Isn't it? I think I've done more, but that's all I can think of off the top of my head right now. So, yep. Okie dokie. Okay. Onwards and onwards. Uh, Ryan. So, in the past uh, month or more that we haven't been around the table, I've been. I think most Star Wars that I've been doing is probably playing board games and reading the books. I've been playing a lot of Star Wars Villainous again. Like at the start of the new year, I'm like, well, I'm just going to play a lot more board games. So 
I found a solo mode for Star Wars Villainous, so it's like a 20 round mode. It takes like half an hour. So I've been playing a lot of that. I just got my Star Wars Outer Rim expansion. Unfinished business. Is that is it called solo mode? Because when you have no people. <laughs> yes, I'm a I'm a lone is what it is. Who are your people? So <laughs> solo. So I've been playing solo mode in that, but I did get my expansion for the Star Wars Outer game, Outer Rim game that I mentioned a while ago, the really big board game. I got an expansion with more characters and like more bounties and stuff. Uh, I played that, and usually when I play that game. Because it's like a two plus hour game uh, by myself. It's like over two hours. Right. How I much usually put um, the base set for that. Um, I want to say like fifty or sixty, mm-hmm. which is it's a big game, yeah. so it's like not a bad that, price for that for size it. of game. That's pretty average. So. Yeah, I usually stick around fifty or sixty dollar games. So um, any more than that, I'm like, uh, that's a little much. Yeah, you can get it for like sixty on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, eBay, you can usually find it a little cheaper. Uh, I've been finding some good sellers on eBay. If you so, think about even, it, it's like the I same bought, price as a video game. So, you know. Yeah, I guess you could say like that. Yeah. So, but I've been playing that game a couple times. And since it's so long, I'll usually put Star Wars in the background because I have to play if, you know, when the kids are gone or wife's at work because I take up the whole table. You know, it takes like two and a half hours. So, plus setup, plus setup. So, but I bought the expansion and uh, it's been pretty fun. Got a lot of new. A lot of additional characters like Infy's Nest. I think I could play as Land. Oh no, I could play as Landa before, but uh, I could play as like Black Crescented now. Um, some other characters. So, but yeah, it's cool. That you know, you know, Ryan, Ryan, villainous. Can, can the villainous be played? Could could the villainous be played by like you, uh, Ricky, and I over the internet? Or if, but could it be played over the internet or via Skype? No, so because it's no, nah, because it's a big board. So and everyone has to move their own characters around and stuff. And so, then drawing cards would be kind of messy. Uh, yeah, but Star Wars villainous. We'd have, to, we'd, have to, we'd have to set our cards up. We'd have to purposely set our cards up to be in the exact same order. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. even the there's a marketplace if you land on a planet where you can buy a ship or you can, you know, upgrade your armor. They'd all have to be <clears throat> they'd all have to be the same for all of us. So yeah. it'd probably be impossible to play online or okay. just, a just curious to pick that up. But like uh, Star Wars Villainous, uh, that could probably be played separately, like over a stream, because in Star Wars Villainous, you each have your own board. Yeah, that's what you were asking about. Yeah, that was one he was asking. Is that I thought you said that rim. Sorry, no, the villainous. Oh, villainous. I heard. Yeah, you were talking. I jumped you. You, to- you were talking the 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 um outer the expansion, rim. the outer rim game or whatever. But I was oh. getting back to the villainous. I was wondering about that because I know I have that. Anyway, just a, just a thought. I don't know. What do you Vill- think, Ryan? I, I don't know. I think it'd be kind of weird with the cards, but I mean, maybe. No, no, no. I don't think so at all because villainous, I think is a hundred percent possible. Because I actually been thinking about it. I was like, I wonder if I could play with Ricky on this, but because each person has their own board, you have your own cards, and the only interaction you have between other players. Because like I said, the point of villainous is to is to finish your story first. You know, to mm-hmm. accomplish your <clears throat> is to well, accomplish. We'll have to try it some 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 sometime. Yeah, we could have a, a three player game. That'd be awesome. Because the only thing is, you when you have to fate somebody, which is kind of like attack them, you use their cards. So like, if you yeah, fate at true. me, 
I would just draw my two cards, show them to the camera, and you say, okay, I want to do this and place it here. And I can place it right there. And that's all the interaction is. And then everything else is me doing things on, on my own board. Yeah. My cards. So I think it's a thousand percent possible to play over camera. I'll have to give it a go sometime. Yeah, I've been practicing a lot. So. <laughs> I haven't. I'm oh, well. Yet. Then I'll be the noob oh. that gets 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 picked on right away. But I'll take it. I can. I can take it. My son. Always, you, ever, you ever put on those uh, lo-fi videos on the Star Wars uh, YouTube channel while you're playing? I always put those on. No, I don't. Like static screen. Oh no, because it's usually I just put on like Dragon Ball Z or something short, where I <laughs> really pay much attention or something. So. After the board games, I've been trying to also read apparently three books at once. So I'm kind of flooding myself because, as I've mentioned, I stopped reading from a certain point of view, Return of the Jedi, and I switched to Dark Disciple. Well, then they released Escape from Valo, the High Republic story. So I stopped reading Dark Disciple and switched over to Escape from Valo because I'm like, oh, it's 100 pages left. I'll knock it out a little bit quicker, and then I'll switch back over to uh, uh, what's her, name? her her story in Dark Disciple. So um Ventress' story in Dark Disciple. So I've got like three books stacked up around me, like I'm trying to finish and read. So it's it's been busy, you know. I play board games when I'm home alone and I read books when I'm at work hiding from people. Okay, well, uh, Marie is next on the around the table. Go for it. Um well I haven't actually done much other than keeping up with the onslaught of news of you know all the stuff that's coming out the you know bad batch season three i watched the little teaser that clip that came out that was kind of fun um uh just getting excited for everything that's coming out everything that's finished filming like and or season two apparently just wrapped and diego luna posted about it on instagram so i'm hyped up for that even though that's going to take a what, what another year or so to come out um I know the Acolyte's coming soon, getting excited for that. Um, what else is coming out? The 25th anniversary of The Phantom Menace. I'm eh, a little less excited for that because it's not my top favorite, but I mean, it it's it, it was a big deal when it did came, come out, so I am looking forward to that. But really, I haven't been doing much. I've been, I've either been really sick or just, um, busy doing other non-star wars related things sorry guys but um <laughs> oh, that's all right that's been my it's supposed to be my last month as, as well i was mostly sick too um, yeah i've, I've been working i've been working a lot of extra hours and and just trying to to catch up on other aspects of life so star wars has kind of been cleaning up after the cat uh yeah he's not too bad but um Star Wars has been more in the background lately just because um, I'm busy with other stuff, but I'm, I'm keeping an eye on everything that's, that's coming out. Like the, you know, the news that Donald Glover is potentially writing a Lando movie and, and all of that. I mean, I'll believe it when I see it, obviously, but, but other than that, you know, just, just waiting on all the stuff that's about to happen. Haven't been really watching um, any of the movies or anything like that or doing any reading lately just because there's nothing that's really caught my eye or anything that I just kind of feel like picking up and, and going through again. But yeah, been kind of quiet on the front here. Only the first month of the year. We've got so much goodies to come yet. Um, so, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's pretty, okay, yeah, okay. 
just think of something in my in my head then when that dates. Okay, uh, and last me. Oh, 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 sorry, oh, I'm stop, sorry. Stop. Hold, the, hold it, hold it, Ron. Yes. Um, I just realized that I, I was um, planning on going to um, uh, Disneyland is having like some Star Wars days, um, I think in April and May. And I'm thinking of going for, well, my birthday's in March, but um, it's at the end of March. So I'm thinking of, of going to at least one of those. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Nice. Nice. So. I thought you were going to say, and you're all invited. <laughs> well, I, I wish I could all invite you, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that would be kind of a trick, wouldn't it? I'd, I'd have It'd to have a lot of money. Trip. <laughs> we should maybe one day try and plan some sort of great big uh, Senate, Senate, um, Senate, I don't know, holiday. Convention? Um, convention, yeah, well, yeah, convention, yeah, what do you want to call it? Yeah, yeah. Something like that. I agree. We should we should try to plan it. Just just the effort around planning it would be yeah, yeah, a just, monumental just, task, and just just trying to figure out the planning. Actually, making it happen would be even even a, a, big, a bigger heavy yeah. lift. But the planning that would be, be <laughs> that would be uh, that would be interesting because you know there there would be a big um, okay. Well, let's do East Coast versus West Coast. I That's what I mean. The planning could be a whole could be a whole thing. <laughs> Well, if you include Stephen, East Coast is most central, so I'll have to vote East Coast. Yeah, I, see, sure. I was thinking about a neutral venue, something like uh, Iceland. Yeah, perhaps, like, <laughs> perhaps, you know, no, Western, Pencil, Western Pennsylvania. So you're DC. expecting Ryan to take all his board games on an airplane and take them to Iceland. <laughs> And this is why I suggested that the planning such would would be quite an endeavor of of of, of a fun exercise of sorts. I, yeah. I just want uh, Stephen to walk around the U.S. and just like <laughs> point out everything that's wrong. If I did what about Route 66? If I did Route 66, would I meet you all? I'm close that'd, to it. That'd be more Ricky. Yeah. Um, I'd have to travel about six hours south to be anywhere near. Oh, good grief. Uh, Route 66. <laughs> Actually. Yeah. A little bit more than six hours. Well, I have a 66 by me. It's a toll road. I, say, I, I got a state it. road 66 <laughs> by me, too. <laughs> but yeah. it's not the Route 66, the, the fabled Interstate 66. But yeah, that'd no, be yeah. Than anymore. I, I um, used to live near where it started. I went to school near where it started. It starts on the East Coast, doesn't it? No, it starts in the West Coast. And, does well, it? Oh, it does the way around. All right, good. It starts in California and goes all the way to Chicago, I think. Yeah, I don't think it comes the whole way here. I don't know. Oh, it doesn't any, actually any go all the way East to Coast oh, Coast Coast West to East. Yeah. We could all do no, the Oregon Trail. <laughs> it's it's more a western western part of the United States. Yeah, yeah, mid mid west. Twenty years time, we'll have all those uh, we'll have all those AR um, headsets on and stuff. We'll virtually be meeting in the same virtual space, something like that. <laughs> Maybe okay. Uh, we could all meet in like a virtual galaxy's edge. Anyway, it's sorry, Ron. So I believe I posted some things in the chat of what I've been having fun. Not much because I did have just for you guys to be able to see. I did have a a nice little run in with the with the COVID. Don't wish that on anybody. Stay safe out there, everyone. Keep washing your hands and all that good stuff. But um, I picked up a. um, Where did you post them? I can't see anything. Just a a, out and about. Um, The the main thing, although now we're so far behind, I found a 
Kersant and uh, the Black Series. I don't care for that box series uh, line, so I've kind of been staying away from it just because you can't see what's in there. You can't tell anything of of the figure, but it, it, it hit my wheelhouse of being um, uh, a target fodder clearance, so I definitely picked that bad boy up. Um, yeah, that's and- been the big complaint with those toys. While I support the drive to use less plastic, I understand the collector's point where it's where they say they can't see the paint job, they can't see any of that. So at least add a window to it. You know, the Transformers have an open window. Some other characters have a removable plastic screen, so at least you're losing using less plastic. So uh, I do like the box, but I have to agree with you. For collectors, you can't if you can't see it, it kind of makes you worry. Yeah. Yeah, you what don't know what's in there, and, and the plastic screen, because what's what's in there is just held in a cardboard place, and it's wrapped in a in a bit of um, tissue paper. So it's not even in there in a way that they would have to redesign it in that way, whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, which I don't care for if if you're if you're you know most collectors are if you're you know mint and package or not opening it. It's just it's just you're buying a box of artwork. You have no idea what's inside, and there's a horrible horrible practice. It's a very select few. It's a minuscule percent, but there's still Yahoo's out there that will. They would they would do that with um you know figures uh, carded figures with a plastic bubble they would reseal it, and they would put in you know they would buy I don't know Boba Fett and put in a generic clone trooper and then take it back, and yeah. you know with this with this type of box this blind box you have no idea what's in there to to know you know you have to examine the heck out of the package and make sure it hasn't been opened but even that the resealing cable it's it's a very unfortunate part of uh collecting and, and like i say it's just there's a handful of yahoos around the country maybe i don't know it's just it's, it's not very it's not a, a wide scale practice but it it has more opportunity with with these types of things that yeah just i i know there are a lot of collectors that aren't a big fan of it so it's a line that i just i'm mm. kind of skipping because you just you have no idea what's in that box so, uh, so, so you got that you got that photo of a drinks bottle there i just got to say is is what's ha- is the accident that's been fallen it was was that the last straw oh uh, <laughs> uh, yes that is it's, the last a, straw the the, the 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 drinking cup photo that ron sent around has got a broken straw on it for those uh, and that's why it was picked up it was it was clear it's a, a zach cup it's it's one of those insulated type of cups nice lid you know a travel cup travel mugs but it had the broken straw so it was it was discounted and it was all star wars logos star wars um quotes and stuff all over a neat little mug so i picked it up because you know it was cheap in the straw. so i reached out to the company to say hey i purchased it at the store they don't have any <laughs> there um would you you know do i have any opportunity for a replacement straw and they said take a picture of this that or the other thing whatever i sent that through and yeah i should have a replacement straw coming my way so no it's well, it is not the last straw because apparently no. there's at least one more and they're sending it to me complete wow. nice <laughs> that's customer why does it it's a resealable lid why does it even need a straw uh, like, how do you isn't that the point of those lids is to close them just, yeah yeah if you had that type of drink in there and didn't want didn't want the straw uh, I don't know, it just Star Wars and Clarence, <laughs> so it just it spoke to me. And then the other thing I picked up um, is a action figure case, but it's a really, really nice specimen, a really nice um, example of one of those. Usually that vinyl and that um, the leather, it's not leather, it's it's pleather, it's vinyl. Leather. But anyway, it, it's creased and, and cracked at the hinge and at other parts of it. And this guy was in, in just phenomenal shape to to have been um yeah i couldn't let that guy go he was he was gorgeous um picked him up 
along. I'm seeing the other pictures or no? Are all the other pictures sure you, you starting sent, to see? Oh yeah, I did send these. The, the trays were not, you know, the, whoever the kid was labeled the trays nicely with all this, all this, and it still had the insert. So the one shot that has um, that's uh, it, that tray when it came. Um, had a, a visual insert. It's two sided and shows you, you know, how, you know, try to entice the kid to collect the figures mm. and put them in there. So that insert was in the bottom of the of the of the case, and the two trays were on top of it, and it was in wonderful condition. So yeah, I had to had to pick that guy up. That thing was what? just a gorgeous specimen. It's, is Greedo naked? <laughs> Look at that. Greedo looks naked in that picture. Was Greedo uh, wearing anything? No, no, no. He's got no. He's got seven arms. He's got some boots on at least. And, got boots, uh, gloves. <laughs> yeah, he's got seven arms. He's got Wait. seven arms. No, it's it's not dark green, is it? It's lime green. Well, at least the body is lime green. Like yeah, like the other <laughs> Somebody else will have a cape, or you know, have uh, the Jawas have their have their robe. So thought he went the full McClunky. <laughs> <laughs> And then picked up a, a droid's um, um, a vintage piece that I picked up the Ewoks Join the Fight book. Um, oh. Just to have. And on the book front, um, shoot, where is that? Did I send that through? It's signed by Wolfie yeah. Ryan will be proud of me. I picked up, found myself a copy of, and, and my collection Ooh. now has a copy. Dark Disciple, a hardback. Um, oh, a book. Just because it is, I won't read it, Ryan. I'll listen to the audiobook, but I wanted it in my collection because of her, <laughs> because of her return. Um, I've, I've noticed it's sort of jumping it. It's probably just a, a very short window now while it's while she's coming back and being hot or whatever. But it seems to be on the used market, a ridiculous jumping in price, you know, because of her return and because of the the potential to line up with this book or mess up this book or whatever it just i wanted to, i did not have a copy of it in my collection so in my library so i wanted to at least secure one in case it does become be, you know her return in the bad batch makes it i don't know it just you know it has the potential to be a collectible in that sense um with, with her return however that's going to be handled so i wanted to make sure i had one of those. so i did score one of those same in my search same thing happened with same thing happened with the ahsoka book so after they released those Tales of the Jedi, that Ahsoka book, it didn't shoot up like crazy, but it definitely jumped in price. Like you could buy that book for 50 cents anywhere before. Uh, and then after that, it was like, you know, 10 or 20 bucks or whatever for the hardback, you know, for the Jedi. Yeah, it's definitely got, it got to be the hardback. The, the paperbacks can be had for for next to nothing, whatever. But if you want a hardback, oh, I didn't show that picture. It was a first edition. So, yeah, if you have a hardback. Nice. That that first edition um, moniker in there. That's good. That's the thing anybody, a book head, a book collector, anybody's going to want is like, so yeah, you definitely want. If you do try to pick it up or, or if you're watching the prices, you have to verify or make sure that you're not seeing something for the paperback. Because I did see the paperbacks, um, you know, a bunch of those on the cheap. The, the Plagueis novel, while Legends, most people would love it to if we got if we got to pull one Legends book over. That's the one I think a lot of people would want to pull over, and that book um, uh, still commands a bit of a collectability of value in some. Not sense. I. No, not I. I hate. I hate that book. Honestly, that was <laughs> I'll, I'll just to be as positively as possible. I do not like that book. I just really? think it's it's just. I mean, it has a lot of information. It. I wrote down some notes about. The thousand years worth of the Sith in the thousand year, there's only been 30 Sith, which is really weird math. Um, so it's like they, it has a nice little history in chunks, but it gives you a lot of backstory on Palpatine. But really, there's like no action. You know, it's not a lot. You, happens. you read it, right? You didn't audiobook it twice. Twice. I read it twice. Yeah. 
my my obviously my foray was in the audiobook. So yeah, we'll have to we'll have to dissect that sometime. He feels that's the way about plagiarism that I feel about Dark Disciple because <laughs> I did not enjoy yeah. that book at all. <laughs> I bought that I, book for I, like fifty geez. cents at a yard sale, like within the year it was released because it was not very popular. So, no, but, I don't think it, I don't I don't recall it being much talked no. about when it came no. out of popular, but because of her return. It's gonna, What's that? Right? Say again, Ryan. I said I'm surprised I don't own it, but I think it's because I I got it at the library. The library. Just I think the last time, last session, Senate session, I asked if you had one, and you'd said no. It was something you had gotten at the library because I was I was surmising this whole you know it might be something to have. One you know I've had formulated a plan, just been combing the internet looking for used bookstores or whatever that might have a a copy of it at a decent price, which I think would be like forty. I think I ended up getting that for. Um, wow, so, really? Forty bucks? I'm surprised. But, uh, yeah, I, I've, 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 I've definitely have seen it for three digits. You know, much crazy higher prices. It's just like, yeah, no, I don't need it that badly. But some, some used bookstores gonna have it, not know what they have in there, not, you know, not know what they have, so to speak. But it, it, it could vary. Oh, well, I don't buy. It. You know, I just wanted it to be a part of the collection because it's going. It has more ties to the law you know the value of it's probably right now and it might keep it a little bit type of thing but um it just depends depends on what happens it's, it's to definitely it now a notable book batch say again yeah. it's, it's definitely a notable book to have in your collection now you know the I think, yeah, exactly exactly ricky that's what it is it's now it has some some an aspect to it of, of being a notable book to have yeah. regarding the, the war. there seems to be uh, a history of like books that were kind of like you know pretty mediocre and didn't really have much of a buzz like once something happens and they're like this is the greatest book ever <laughs> like with the ahsoka book and then with this one now if that uh i um what's that one um that luke one where it's in third person if that one gets uh put up to the <laughs> to the forefront that one's uh that's yeah, gonna be a little and then the last picture on there the, the, the case had i mean you can kind of figure out what it is it's the huh? stickers it still had the sheet for the the stickers that um what year did those on... come out right uh ron um, that's uh, original trilogy. That case, that figure case, is definitely the seventies. Uh, it's not seventy-seven. I can't imagine seventy-eight. Well, I've seen um, the Vader face well, one. Yeah, that's later. I think. Um, I think that's in the eighties. Is this, the stamp on on the Vader, the plastic well, uh, big case? Yeah. This on is the final thing. Simple. On the they, cover. On the cover, it says uh, seventy. The Mills Group seventy-eight, copyright nineteen seventy-seven. Hmm. So. On the black cover, is that the case yeah, for the collector's yep. stuff? Yep, it does say 77 under Star Ooh. Wars. When it came out, though, because the figures weren't out in 77 because of the whole Christmas yeah. thing or whatever. So that's probably a 77 20th century Fox aspect, but the, the case itself would have been somewhere. That, that's in, what I was wondering in, if this was something that okay. was part of that mail-away thing. Um, you could no, this pick. this was a case to put your you put your action figures in later because the catalog I should have opened the catalog the 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 Kenner the thing next to all the names or whatever was the toy catalog and inside of there is all the various you know toys that could be had so it's definitely um, what do you want to say later in the run or once they got a chance to produce the Tie Fighter and all that because that catalog oh is a is a great. Uh, trip back through time i should try to get some pictures of the insides of it because it, it has all those various stories. so anyway that's my bit of star wars in here over the last little bit um having some fun collecting a bit of a hodgepodge of stuff it's always nice <laughs> when you the- can contact the company and they're like okay we'll send you a replacement you know that's, that's always cool they wouldn't do it right away because they offer replacement straws like if you broke it or whatever you know for 295 or something like that um 
<laughs> but they asked me to, excuse me, they asked me to send a picture or something at the bottom of the bottom of the cup, I think, for some reason. Or anyway, they asked for something else. I sent it and they said, all right, yeah, we'll ship you one off. So, yep. Did, did I ever tell you guys about the story that happened with uh, when the list, last time I went to Galaxy's Edge with the, our droid that we have? Um, the, the droid that my daughter made last time we went when Galaxy's Edge first opened, it's a, you know one of the BB-8 ones. Then, you know, they had like the two antennas, the long one and the short one. Well, like over the course of like playing with it the first year, like it bent and then it broke off. So it's been like broken off like this whole entire time. Um, but when we were building my new droid this past time, um, my daughter being my daughter, like she's not embarrassed to, you know, ask grownups for things. So she's like, like, hey, my um, antenna broke. Is there a way I can get another one? To, can you buy more? And the lady just gave her one. She was like super nice. And she's like, oh, here, you can have this one. So... If I've heard encouraging things those, about yeah. Disney that they are very good about if, you know, yeah. if you reach out to them, you know, you get back to the hotel that day on the trip or that when you get home from your trip and and something's broken or not working or whatever, you show them the receipt and, they're, you know, they do not make you jump through a lot of hoops that they're very good about their customer short as they should customer support as mm-hmm. they should be, because the customers paid a lot of money for for the item itself and for the ability to acquire the item. So they should be really good about, and hopefully that's still true here yeah, now. Just super happy that people haven't abused it, but yeah, to, for a little kid to ask, that's awesome on the, on the cast member or whatever to say, yeah, here, yeah. here's one, you know, make, make your droid at home happy. Sorry. He's got a broken antenna type of thing. So yeah, yeah. that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's exactly yeah. how that should be handled. Right. Yeah. Having worked for Disneyland, I would say that that's all part and parcel of like making the Disney magic kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You always always kind of go the, the, you go the extra mile. Like you, um, especially when there's a kid involved, you, you do things to make, you know, to make it like a a special experience. Like, Oh, you know, they, they just gave me this thing. They, I didn't have to like worry about buying one. Like I wouldn't even have thought to ask, like, (laughs) you know, you know, the, Mind of a got, child. You've got me thinking now. I've got lots of uh, broken um, figures from the <laughs> 80s and stuff when I was playing with them. Like a little walking with a sack of toys. <laughs> I lost a quite a few little guns. You know, you always I just you showing the stormtrooper thing that uh, picture on the figures. That, I lost a lot of um, accessories to my figures and stuff. Uh, I have no idea where the guns are anymore. You know, that, that's crossbow is broken. That's the thing that makes collectibles oh the figures anymore because stuff. they mass produce the heck out of the action figures, right? So mm-hmm. now if you have the, the action figures with its accessories, with its guns and all that is, is what's um, collectible because there's so many uh, beaters, as they call them, or just, you know, just common figures because they just yeah. they were produced by the million. So having this – well, apparently back in the day, you could send away or they had a promotion yeah. at one point. You could send away and just get a, an accessory pack. Oh, you know, wow. that was just you send your 295 in and your address and they would ship you a bag of guns and air staffs and I don't know, lightsabers. Well, I don't know what. Yeah. Oda, Oda, go back in time and, you know, ask for like a hundred of those things. Because now, you know, the, the guns and some of the weird guns for a storm uh, Death Star person or yeah. a Han, you know, some of those weird guns command their, uh, you know, Yoda's cane. They command their own own bit of money just because that's the collectible nature. Well, I've got, I remember I sent off, I can't remember what it was, I sent off for the Emperor. It was obviously a competition, uh, some, somewhere you had to send off to get the Emperor fig. And I got that, but I, I've lost his his stick. I've not seen that since I since I got the figure. Um, oh, man, and I, and I still got yeah. Man, I could I sent him a nice huge list and just asked them, can you sort this out? <laughs> <laughs> like, I know but, the years snake. later, but uh, you know, <laughs> just 
I was just on this podcast and uh, my friends were saying that you guys are really good with your customer service. And uh, <laughs> you sort out some of my figures from the 80s, please. They're going to they're send you a straw and placement of that stick. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I could just get a you know, cocktail stick or something like that and just do it up and stuff. Yeah. Okay, all right, we've done the table. And, and I think uh, it's time for the news. So I'll just go from, from old to new. I'll go from old to new, I guess, since it's been a while since we did the news. Um, uh, I mentioned before that Star Wars Villainous is getting an expansion pack. Uh, they haven't announced anything who. I don't even know if it's going to be two or three characters or what, but uh, they're still investing in Ravensburger, I believe it is, still investing in Star Wars Villainous, and I will just blindly pick that one up right off the bat because uh, I enjoy the games, I enjoy the art of the cards. It's something I can play solo. It's something we can play over skype anything like that so i do enjoy those games uh so i'll be looking for probably that target collectible one too because target gets all the collectibles so i was gonna say ryan yeah previous senate session that's where i learned you guys that the there was a boba fett expansion pack that was exclusive to target it wasn't really marketed or otherwise had anything you just had to know that the one at at target with the slip cover had yeah. was something different is this expansion pack similar is it also going to have a an exclusive aspect to it do you know uh i believe most star wars ones especially the like three packs they'll have exclusives at targets so i know marvel did it a couple times several times i think dr octopus i think jafar had one so they do it with okay. a lot of them. So I, I fully from, expect uh, targets. So you expect it, expect it to follow suit and something to keep an eye out for uh, going forward once that finally gets released. Yeah. And I have no idea who the villains will be, but, you know, I'd love to see. Uh, my, my biggest pick would have to be Thrawn. Like, his face on the cover, I feel like, would bring a lot of attention to the yeah, game. Timing so. and marketing, this would be the time, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It would be amazing. And even though... I'm not the biggest fan of Thrawn, you know, or Ahsoka. I still try to support the characters. So if it has Thrawn on it, I will be excited to play it uh, because he's very strategic and stuff. You can battle a lot of the rebels. Um, so I think he would be an amazing lead character for the game, especially now that he has a face that made it to live action. So I think that could be fun. I don't do, know uh, what other really characters from, like. from Solo, um, the bad guy. Dross, yeah, Vaden, Drayden. Yeah, that. Yeah, that'd be another. Because I try to, I like to try to guess what they would be. Mm. Um, you know, I try to, and it, they definitely pick some weird ones. Like they pick Seventh Sister as one of them, and it's fully unexpected. Like I understand they want to try to diversify the characters, but there isn't a lot of female villains in Star Wars, man. So I'm like, man, who the you chose Seventh Sister? I don't know what they're gonna choose. They could choose uh you know, the bounty hunter from, what was that, episode two that lasted like 30 seconds? Oh, um, she was in Clone Wars quite a bit, though. Zane oh, Russell. I'm talking about the other one. I'm talking about, um, what's her name? The bald with the, the white skin. Or Sing. Or Sing, yeah. They could or just Sing, say. the antenna. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking of the changeling mode. But yeah, yeah, Wars, yeah, the changeling. Well, we need more Zane info Russell. about her. About the changeling. There's like nothing on her. Hmm. No? Yeah, so... Uh, but yeah, it's Clone Wars has a lot more female characters. Oh, I don't think. Oh, Ventress is already in the game. She's in yeah, the original. In yeah, I was already thinking. So she, they got her character early. So yeah, there could be some good stuff. So I'm excited for that. Again, a lot of board news stuff. 
they announced again this is now news is a month old uh the mando and grogu movie directed by favreau was announced and that'll be the first star wars movie coming to screen like in 2026 like this is no time coming at us anytime soon and it's just like oh man it's gotta wait a little bit longer for more star wars movies unfortunately probably 2025 that's the the next thing that's the next thing star wars in theaters is 2026 oof yeah, or to, I didn't know if it was, again, nothing's official. I'm sure they're shooting for late 2025 at Christmas or something, but, you know, f- filming things for characters they already have in the volume makes it a lot quicker. And Favreau's an amazing writer and director, so he can move pretty quick. But a year to make a movie is kind of, you know, a little tough to do. Well, we'll at least so. get a trailer by next year. So, yeah. yeah. So I think that that was that was quite shocking and pretty cool. Grogu's now a wide no character. I was driving through the boonies the other day and like a haircutting place just said had like a a chalk drawing that said Baby Yoda on it. And I was like, he has a name, you know, but still it, the characters, <laughs> the characters recognize the name. <laughs> yeah, the characters recognizable now. So it's all the power to them. I'm just ready for a Star Wars movie. Just just bring it on. I'm good. So I'll go. Which brings us to another thing. Uh, they did announce a Star Wars movie, as Marie said earlier, coming May 3rd. Quite a shock compared to that other Emperor magazine announcement that they're just doing a recap on uh, the background characters. Is that they're re-releasing Episode 1, The Phantom Menace, uh, on Friday, May 3rd, to theaters. And I gotta say, I agree with Marie. Episode 1 is nowhere near the top of my list. Mm. But... To see it in to see it in theater, and even though it's not at the top of my list, it's still above a lot of movies. But to see it in theater seems great. You know, my kids, uh, my son especially, prefers the prequel trilogy to all other movies. Uh, he loves Maul and all that stuff. He's only seen the sequels in theater. So much like I've explained last time, where the first movies that I saw were re-releases. Now they're going to re-release this, and my son will have the chance to see episode one. I wish they were releasing all three like they did with the original trilogy, because I don't want to wait three years to see Attack of the Clones back in theater for the 25th anniversary. It's just like, I want to see them all. Again, I want Star Wars movies, so fill us in with Star Wars movies, even if it's re-released. Well, I don't know the movie industry. Could there be the potential that they do that where they release one? It has, uh, it's met with great success, so they quickly spin up. You know, The theaters would take it on for sure. They want people in the stands buying popcorn, so if it's very successful, they could potentially release two and then three later in this, you know, as the summer goes. I'm, you know, ever the optimist in that sense, but I agree that, yeah, you, you kind of should release one, two, and three in a back-to-back fashion to gin up that nostalgia for that era for those kids that are now 25 years later they're gonna they're gonna go gaga for having it back in the theaters you know my take I, i'm absolutely going to it if i can if you know if the theaters are around here type of that i hope it's not that limited release silliness that they did um for whatever they most recently did previous re- uh, release of what what movies did they Jedi recently show I guess that's what it was. Jedi's release or whatever. And it was only, it was AMC theaters and it wasn't even, yeah. And it wasn't even all of theirs. It was exclusive to them. It was, it was, it was poorly done. You know, if you're going to release it to the re-release it to the theaters and have internet buzz around it, release it to the theaters, let any and all theaters, mom and pop theaters, you know, let them have it. That's, 
we can watch it on I, demand. So it, any ticket sales you get definitely is bonus be money. Going this time, I haven't been to the theater since like early 2020. I'm going to the theater to watch the Phantom Menace again. Because <laughs> it, yeah. This is a movie that would drag me there to. I'll take my daughter. Oh, and, I, on know, the big screen, Phantom Menace yes, is a, we need to, is a gorgeous we need to see the visual flick. Yeah. Right, and to see it on the big screen again, the sound and and yeah, uh, I would to see, go it see it when the five hundred the first time, the three D re-release that was awesome. So that was just yeah. cool seeing it on the screen again. You know, like, yep, I love the so, great. So it's important to not watch episode one for the next whatever four months. So you build three four months. So you build that anticipation. You know, so it's like episode one's out now of any watch of rewatching, and I'm just like. I'll build it and I'll get excited for it because you don't want to watch it right before you go. You want to be yeah, honest. wholeheartedly agree. <laughs> wholeheartedly agree. Yeah, let it let it gen up. Pull it out of the rotation, man. May it's going to be the movie I've seen the most. I think out of all the Star Wars movies is Episode One. Well, that's long... probably be good if you just wait it four months to watch it. So, <clears throat> no, and also, <laughs> so Star Wars. Yeah, so, that's I think fantastic. We're excited for. We could touch on that. Uh, obviously, we'll touching that later in this episode we'll watch the trailer and discuss some of that but uh, that's just a prequel for what's coming um and the last bit of news for i guess uh people following very specific things and i'm trying to spread the word on it because i want it to be successful uh the collectible card game star wars unlimited drops as a pre-release march 2nd and released globally march 8th so it's getting a lot of interest suddenly drummed up. I think some of the pages have swelled to like 5,000 fans where it had like less than a thousand before. Um, they're releasing a lot of videos and play styles uh, to play the cards for people who play magic, the gathering. It's pretty much exactly like that <laughs> except for star Wars. And I'm probably going to drop like $150 on the game to start. So, because it's, you can buy a box of cards like Ron talked about. So he got uh, a box of right, I haven't really seen much about this one, but it's pretty similar to like my Pokemon addiction that I have. I could start that with this game. <laughs> yeah, and the so, great so thing is, is it, it going to be that type of thing where you're buying packs and you're sort like Pokemon, where you're sorting through them, and there might be a a, a rare Pokemon or, or um, uh, Pikachu or whatever. You know, is it that type of type Absolutely. of thing where you're going to be? Gonna be Buy a pack. Oh, my nephew and I are going to have a blast then, because yeah, we can go buy packs and see what's in there. Heck last yeah. night, I bought I bought Pokemon cards, and my daughter opened up a pack that had a hundred sixty dollars Charizard card last night. So, yeah. which one was <laughs> nice. it? Was it the shiny? Was it the shiny EV? Yeah, black it was the shiny from the Peldian Fates set that just came out. So, oh yeah, my son opened up one a couple like last year, I think, and it's his really expensive one. So. Uh, it- there's a black Charizard, shiny foil, yeah, all this yeah. other full art stuff. And he's like, I should get it graded. And I'm like, it's like 50 bucks to grade a card, man. But it'll shoot up. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, as far as the, he should definitely get it protected. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The great thing about Fantasy Flight, which is releasing it, is that they're giving it an MSRP. Where the problem with Magic the Gathering is they don't give it an MSRP. So I know three different stores that charge three different prices for like Magic the Gathering, Lord of the Rings <laughs> cards. So they charge what they want. Well, Fantasy mm-hmm. Flight is telling the stores this this is what you charge for it, and it's four ninety nine, which is amazing to have the Star Wars license to release a card game that cheap because Lord of the Rings pack are seven to eight dollars. Really? Uh, for twelve cards, like 
like round five. I was just going to ask how many cards are in a five dollar pack. Obviously, I'm going to be old schooling it and, <laughs> and just trying to think of saving up quarters or whatever to buy those wax packs of tops cards. Five dollars. Oh my god. That's that, 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 that energy. Yeah. I spent about seven dollars a pack a week for uh. That's expensive for, for packs. Yeah. How, how many it's, it's, cards it's do you have in those? Start saving up my ducats. Brian, how many no. cards come in a magic pack? Like twelve? No, not much, man. Yeah, they it's, keep, it's, it's interesting. Maybe. The magic pack, the the various comic store, they, they can set their own price or set their own limit. There's no there's no retail price set by the. That's no. a weird construct. So, but Star Wars Unlimited is fifteen cards in a pack, guaranteed one oh. rare, like oh. guaranteed. Love I think it. you're guaranteed foil. You're guaranteed a rare. Um, you have a chance at. Uh, three legendary cards. Hmm. There's some of the rarest collectible cards in, I guess, card gaming right now, where they have something called a hyperspace card, which is a full art, like specialty card. And there's only one in 12 cases. And each case contains six boxes, and each box contains 24 packs of cards. So the rarity on some of these cards makes me worry because with collectivity becomes scarcity. Because the collectors, and I've seen people, they're like, oh, I'm just buying to collect. Uh, so they'll spend, you know, $500 trying to get one hyperspace card, and then that'll lower the stock. It's what killed Lorcana, the Disney Lorcana. People kept trying to get legendary cards, and then stores would sell those packs for $20 for, like, eight cards. Uh, nor- just, a, just a normal pack of cards. It's not even a collector booster. Like more Magic the Gathering has collector boosters that are twenty six dollars for twelve cards. Um, so I, I I super appreciate Fantasy Flight Games. I ask anybody if you if you want to learn card games or if you already know and you want to. And again, they've burned some people before. Like Star Wars, the deck building game never went anywhere. Star Wars X Wings only had like two or three expansions. But from what I'm hearing, the is they are the deck building they, game is recent or somewhat re- yeah. recent thing, right? Uh, last, well, I mean, last building, year yeah for what the deck building for the game. star wars deck building game oh. and that, is that a recent release yeah thought i yeah, saw I have, that, that but i haven't fun. seen I have much of it out and about it. yeah right if you're right if they just do packs and add the very you know, and that's all you can do is just buy those packs not special collector packs and spe- you know all that other stuff that sort of would kill it in, in that sense but these packs five bucks good luck finding what you could find that mm-hmm. I think is a good thing and could help to keep it around and collectible. Save for the if it's one in twelve cases and a case has X amount. Somebody, you know, would there be people? Would there be something to the somebody's buying twelve cases, finding that one card, and then just flooding the market with all those doubles or you know they're they're unavailable to be fine. You're not going to see yeah, not gonna find just packs, booster packs. You're going to need to have trainer boxes and all because that's the thing with Pokemon that you can you can order. A booster box for like a hundred bucks, and you get like you know tons of card packs. Well, and then, that's the know. thing that they're not as of right now with the first wave. They're yeah, not. That might, that might kill it. Yeah. Well, well, there's well, no. I think it's a good thing. A good thing. Because Magic: The Gathering has draft boosters, they have Seth boosters, and they have collector boosters. So there's three different cards, kind of cards. This is just if you want to play draft you buy the boosters if you want to play sealed you buy the boosters if you want to play construct it with 60 card decks you buy the boosters and they're all you know they're five bucks it's everything comes from one pack of cards it's at random so i'm just trying to get the word out there for star wars fans uh they already have nine sets planned 
So they just the first set is the original trilogy. They te- they just had a special podcast, not a podcast, but they had a special live YouTube show, and they revealed the next set is going to be based around the Mandalorian and Moff Gideon are going to be like the next set. So the next well, set is going to be hopefully the, uh, the Jedi. The scalpers don't sit out at Target like they do now for Pokemon and and baseball cards I, like at 8 a.m. and wait for it to open and buy well, all they, of them. If they make it available to a bunch yeah. of stores type of thing. But like you say, if there's not those various cases. Ryan, what was the name of the company that's releasing it? Fantasy Flight. Yeah, Fantasy, fantasy Flight. flight. All, so for they the Fantasy Flight, after they're listening to the Senate session, whatever, as a, as a lay person to the card, those various, uh, you, had, you had this type of booster pack and that type of booster pack, and that's what scares me away from, I, you know, I don't know what, you know, trying to buy my nephew stuff, or, you know, I don't know what, which one it is. I don't want to get the wrong thing. And so it just, I, I kind of shy away from it. I get it for people that are involved, but that's a very small subset of people versus if you do what you're, you're explaining, Ryan, where they're just going to have this pack and you find what you find in it. I know I can't go wrong as a lay card collecting, you know, exactly. uh, game playing person or buy these packs and take it. Let's you see if there's the Willy Wonka golden ticket inside of there. I don't have to be trying to make sure I get the right one or the right. So yeah, that and, I, I like that aspect of it, but it might and the be good the thing is guy. that I also like that I also like is that these collectible cards that are one in 12 boxes, they're the same card as that you find in the kit where magic, the gathering, if you find a super rare card, that's like the only card there is, you know, bloodlust, whatever. That's it. So if you want that card, you have to pay for that card. But if you want, if you don't want to find the collectible Palpatine and hyperspace foil stamp, you can just get the normal Palpatine that comes in the pack. Like there's no difference in the card play. It's all just, just for visual aspect. Art, yeah. So, and that's, I think, yeah, that's fantastic. It's not pay to win. You pay, you know, just, I mean, there is starter sets that come with pre-constructed decks. Uh, there's a pre-release set, but that just comes with six normal packs. So no, see, I mean, if cool. you want to get... That's, that's good to do. So yeah, the biggest thing is it has an MSRP. So if you see people selling them for $20, they're ripping you off because yeah. Fantasy Flight has almost promised, like, we have the stock in hand, we're ready to ship, um, and we expect to be fully prepared for it. So where Lorcana killed it, man, they ran out of stuff and people scalped the heck out of that for no reason and it killed the game for me so uh look into star wars unlimited if you're into the card games if you're into star wars just pick up some packs you get a leader you get a base you get a rare and then you can keep going about with all these other cards images all from the ot and uh and rebels i gotta say it does have rebels in it too so check it out march 2nd is the pre-release march 8th is the global uh, released mainly at card game stores. So I don't know if you'd be able to find it at Walmarts and stuff like that. Um, but your support your local comic store, look one or card game store. Look yeah, on I, March second. My local gaming store, they they have price gouge. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, so so does mine, but I asked them and they're like, well, it has an MSRP, so we have to sell it for five dollars. And I'm like, ah, I gotcha. Because magic doesn't. <laughs> They let the stores determine the prices and the rarity. And they're like, he literally said, yeah, we can only sell it for five bucks. And I'm like, good. That's what the MSRP is, dude. Quit scalping me. So Suggestive. I'm excited for that. Please look into it type of thing. Um, you know, 
support your local game store and find some other Star Wars fans that are going to be playing this game like crazy. So I hope they come up with like binders check. you can put uh, Star Wars themed binders you can put these cards in. That'd be awesome. Like I said, there's there's nine sets coming. Which uh, hey, guess what? There's nine movies type of thing. My biggest hype is hopefully Old Republic and definitely High Republic. So like if I can get a set with Avar Chris and Geode and Starlight Beacon, I, I'm I'm I'll be happy. So that that's my excitement is High Republic. Ricky, this past school season, the the before school started, um, Target had a line of Star Wars items, pencil cases and, and yeah. notebooks and 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 they had three ring binders. And I picked up a couple and I thought, well, I'll watch for these, you know, um, after the school season starts, clearance, whatever, and never saw them again, kind of thing. And was mm-hmm. bummed that I didn't pick up more of them because they were they were what you were talking about. They were they were Star Wars themed binder, you know, they were a three ring binder that I could put the yeah, you can put the sleeves um, in it. The, the sleeves for the to hold the cards in or whatever. And, you know, I, I need more of those because I have a ton of ton of the cards from back in the day would would like right. to organize them a little better. So sorry I missed out on that. But so they did release them. But, <laughs> yeah, another great opportunity to re-release those types of things. So, yep, Ryan, appreciate that little bit nugget of news. Have it in my calendar yeah. for March 2nd to look for that drop at uh, my local yeah. uh, comic book the- store. Yeah, and the pre-release packs. Like I said, you can just buy the pre-release. You don't have to participate in the gameplay, uh, but you can buy the pre-release packs. There's a starter kit that has specific cards. That's the only way to like get Luke and Vader. So, and it comes with pre-constructed decks, so you can just sit down and play right away if you watch the video. So, I that I'm super excited as far yeah, as Star Wars. I, I didn't know they were doing. Uh, I thought they were just like everything. releasing booster packs, and that's it. So, I mean, yeah, and if they have starter kits, that's that's cool. Okay. They, you know. <laughs> Yeah, this is going to be a competitive game that's joining an already very full market. You got Locana, you got Magic, you got Warhammer, you got Pokemon. Like, it's every night of my local store is filled with something. And I hope mine, I already know mine isn't participating as much as other ones because they'll have tournaments that give you specialty mm-hmm. packs if you really want to get into it. But I find a local friend that likes Star Wars, go to these pre releases you know, talk Star Wars or they'll build other cards and spread the positivity of all the stuff. Trade cards, man. Get collector packs and be excited together if you happen to get some sort of rare card. So when you, uh, when I think you go to cool. a store and play like that against someone or whatever, are, you're you're just you're you have you bring your cards with you and you're playing a game and keeping you're not losing. You, there's no potential for you to lose your cards. You're not gambling your cards away, no. are you? Right? Well, no, I didn't think so. here, well, here's the thing with that. It depends on the style you play. If if you play something called Constructed, you buy your own packs, you build your own deck of your own leader, you go there with your stack, it's 1v1, and they actually announced a 2v2, like a, a competitive play as a group, which Magic the Gathering is very successful at. But if you do that, there's obviously no penalty of losing cards. If you play something called Sealed Play, where you buy six packs you sit Mm. at a table with a bunch of people you buy six packs you build your own deck out of those six packs you keep all those cards but there's also something and this is in magic the gathering also there's something called draft play where you sit at the table you buy three packs you take all the leaders out so you just crack the pack you take the leader out and uh you put them on the table you because every pack comes with a leader like luke and peter and sabine han whatever chewbacca and everything comes with a base which is what you have to protect to stay in the game but then in draft play you open one pack at a time you choose one card and you pass it to the left 
but you pull a hyperspace rare that's black, you know, villainy, then it's like, well, I'm not, you literally give your stack of cards to somebody else without claiming any of them. You pull one card and you pass it to the left. So if there's a rare card you want, you take it, whether it matches your your leader or not. You take that card because once you pass it to the left, those people are taking the cards of what they want and they keep them. I mean, I'm sure you can kind of say, hey, I open this pack at the end of gameplay. I don't have this Tarkin card. Can I have it back? Some people may say yes. And some people might be like, that's not the point of draft play. So I refuse to play draft play because yes, I would never do that. (laughs) No, I like the other model you said, because I was worried about it. It was like people could bring in their ringers or bring in their ultimate, you know, have an ace up their sleeve, if you will. But the the buy six packs, you you know, all the players right then and there are buying six packs off the shelves and trying to play the game, you know, based out of the hand they were dealt, if you will. That yep. seems enticing to watch uh, and play or, you know, gives you a chance. And that I would gamble my cards away, if you will, so to speak. Yeah, you keep everything you buy and draft, you pass it. So uh, that's something that's a format that I refuse to play in every way. I have friends that say, hey, when I play draft and Magic the Gathering, you know, if there's a card we want, you know, if we pull, pull an Orcish Bowmaster, it's like, OK, I'll keep this card. Just give it back to me. But let's be real. There's some people that play guard games that are just being like, that's not the rules. I want this card. And they yeah. get kind of screwed on it. So uh, it's your choice. But like I, I said, for the most part, you open the packs, you play, you keep what you make. Okay. You know, I was just curious the construct. I'm not, not familiar with the, with how it works or whatever. So thank you for that. Yeah. You could pull something rare. And if you can just swing by the store and pull up, you know, five pack, you know, cards and you might get something. And there'll be three sets released. I think this year there's going to be three sets. So they're kind of spacing it out like every four months to release in a set. I think it's July and November. So you know, you have a constant influx of cards to kind of buy some Star Wars stuff to build a big team. And I think I'm very, very excited for it. And it's going to destroy me financially. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> you start saving up now. Thanks for the heads up. <laughs> Got a yeah. month. That's it for the news. Chancellor. Okay. Okay. Righty on. Righto. Okay. Oh, I was just... Uh googling stuff as you would not us listening at the same time that's just googling things at the same time so it's onwards to the bad batch season three which is imminent at the time of recording and probably will be almost on you by the time you listen to this because it is airing on february the 21st which is uh 10 days from time of recording and uh, uh ricky is uh, setting up the uh trainer for us to uh Rewatch. Is this the new trailer? Because I know there's two of them. Are there two of them? Are there two of them? Yeah, there's one. The other one was a clip. Well, there's was it one. Yeah, I think it was like a teaser, and then the another trailer that came out like a week ago or two weeks ago or something. Is this hmm. the new one? Uh, this oh, is the know. only one I saw on StarWars.com. Okay. Go for it. Because I specifically, I only asked because I specifically avoided watching one of the trailers. Because I wanted to experience live at the same time as you guys. So you've probably all seen it, but I specifically avoided watching uh, the new These two. And the I appreciate that, Ryan. Yeah, the, the clip with Crosshair is a very short. wouldn't call it a trailer. It's, it's literally oh, yeah, a clip. Be, so yeah, it's just a clip. So it looks like one trailer and one clip. Yeah. I've obviously watched both. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care about any of you. That's a clip. Yeah, it's a clip. Not a trainer. Yeah. It wasn't right. really a very uh, much to it. Yeah, well, play the trainer. Not, we, won't, we won't do the clip. But there's not much in it, though, but uh, play the trainer. Yep. Yeah. 
right there. Okay, you guys ready? Giddy up. Here we go. Hold on! We've got troopers up top. We're running out of road! Not exactly a stealth exit, boys. Let's move! I thought that the end of the war would mean an end to losing more of our brothers. But I was wrong. We can't just walk away. Not with the Empire imprisoning the kid. Secure her in a cell. Omega's been waiting for us a long time. Our mission... It's not over yet. There is nothing of greater importance to secure the future of this empire. Whatever is needed to accomplish this goal, you will have it. They are coming. For all of you. Give us a real challenge. Everyone, down! We're not big on following orders. I wasn't planning on killing you. But you're making it very tempting. Coming soon. Talk to myself. Somebody that's been doing a Bad Batch rewatch. I am just, I still get goosebumps with that. That is, I'm so glad that I was, you know, that was started started with a story and I've watched it all this way through or whatever to see the one last fight of these characters. And that trailer is just, is visually stunning. Is is just gorgeous to look at. I'm so looking forward. That three three episode drop on the 21st is going to be. I mean that's 15. that's practically a movie, hour and a half's worth. Not really, but yeah, looking well. Oh man, so. that it's not dropped on on TV. It could they could be longer than thirty minute uh, episodes. I'm sure they'll bounce all over the place in their in I their, their runtime. But oh, it's that's just... gonna be. I just realized that's gonna be a busy week for the season. The series finale is May first, and then they're having Phantom Menace oh. on Friday, May the mm-hmm. third. So I'm like, oh boy, they they really try to push everything to get there at that May the May the 4th. May the 4th, yeah. Well, having it on the weekend like that, to, you know, is is <clears throat> marketing gold, if you will. <laughs> uh, the, the, when May the 4th was Tuesday, it just it didn't, it never has the same sort of yeah uh, buzz around it. But yeah, having it having it happen on the weekend like that, dropping the movie on the third, yeah, they're they're gonna have some fun with it, I'm sure, this year. So what I didn't realize is uh, Google around here is that all the uh, episode titles have been released. Yeah, um, and I'm showing them when they when they uh, when all the episodes drops. There's it's um, so the first three drop together, but there's also um, two lots of. Yeah, there was a release drop. schedule. And yeah, thinking about yeah, that release schedule, had the. It's odd that they show the. Yeah. Episode six and seven drop in the same day, and episodes ten and eleven drop in the same day. Mm. Um, although 
doesn't seem to be that we have to, we're going to have to wait for the finale um, a week. So, so jumping way ahead, what do you hope they almost do with the season? Well, I have that I mean, thought when I was watching the trailer and thinking Wars, about it. I was like, just like, well, how do they, one last fight? These guys aren't around. You know, is it is it going to be a tragic ending type of story that that what has to happen to them? I mean, we had that same sort of thing with Ahsoka, and we were just like, well, she has to die, she has to die, and she didn't, and she's still around. And, you know, was going, but I don't know that these guys can still be around. You know, are they making some sort of great? Of course, of course. Um, Omega is the same way. So, I mean, that's why we watch. That's why we're enthralled by it and, and, and enticed by by what the potential is. But, yeah, right? What has to happen this? What is the end game? And I wonder what... You know, Emperor's wonder involved. If there's a sacrifice, like, what will the sacrifice be for? Because it's all leading to the creation of the Death Star. Like, there's no stopping that. That's already in history. Right. You know, they're, I don't know where the time span is post-Revenge of the Sith. And I found it interesting... When Hunter said she's been there for a long time. So I wonder if we're taking a, a jump, like a year jump, six months, maybe. I don't know. What's a long time for being captured? So I do wonder that as well. I'm, I'm thinking that I'm thinking like six months to a year. Yeah, I don't think any more. I don't like loads of years because she doesn't look exceptionally. Like yeah, that's, that's true. Go and pair and contrast her in, I suppose. But uh, uh, well, uh, and uh well, we, we we don't know. Um, she obviously doesn't have growth acceleration. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. The clones no. trying to I'll, defeat the stormtrooper, you know, not let the stormtroopers happen. That's you know, we, like like Ryan said about the Empire. We we know that's not going to work out. That that the stormtroopers are an inevitability as well. So yeah, it's a it it it's going to make for a fantastic season from a story standpoint. I think it really is. None of these characters appear later like they did in right. Rebels. Because I know Rebels has some other characters, some clone, or yeah, clone troopers that appear in it. Uh, mm. If I'm not mistaken, that does, right? I thought I remember yep. an episode. Yeah, Rex and Gregor and... Uh, Rex, Gregor and the... Whoop. Yeah, and I've got the yeah, the three yeah. of them with beards or whatever. So now they did quasi set up bit in the what i think in the latter part of the last season the island that had the title waiver you know they did kind of set up a, a place for them to just go off and live happily ever after but one last fight doesn't seem like that's or maybe you know that's if they if all is lost then they do go off and do i don't know that's that's why we're gonna watch it and be planet. excited for it it's probably not all about just rescuing omega but it's probably like the the fate of all the clones as a whole, isn't it? So they're probably going to have some resolution to their thinking. Yeah, because that was part of this, the, that they were trying to do, that one Senator Tucci, I think it was, mm. was trying to, you know, get a retirement plan or, you know, what do you want to, you can't just decommission them and, and you know, what's the fate of the clones? We saw did, that in what, Obi-Wan, where the clones were panhandling on the streets? But Rex said yeah, something in, in, in Rebels, didn't he? He said something about them, didn't he say something about retiring us? They retired us and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then they gotta let them just like live on that planet, and you know. Mm. Mm. So they've got both sides are going to get something from this, aren't they? So, uh, uh, so the good guys in Crow are going to think that they've done the best they can in saving some of their brothers and all the clones and all that kind of stuff. But in the but in the background is going to be obviously the Emperor is going to have achieved something to get his clone program progressing, so that he gets to come back. In, in in the sequels. Yeah. I've always loved Palpatine appearing in Clone Wars and stuff like that. So 
you see you know where he's going and you get to see like how it's built uh like clone wars when he what battle maul and his brother and stuff he's like there's mm-hmm. all sorts of other stuff going on at the time there's so much more than just the movies star wars that's why i love it well um, bad batch had him in it too because the the one admiral or whatever it was rampart um eventually goes to trial for blowing up Camino. <laughs> and while he was fo- he was a patsy it's it ultimately while he was following orders once it's brought to the senate's um attention and they 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 get the evidence and, and show it or whatever then palps comes up out of you know and says well this guy is acting on his own and it will will be handled and dealt with accordingly when we all know it was part of his his plan you know it's it's, it's one of those scheming sort of Palpatine episodes that just drip with oh man that guy is playing the long game of things and and so involved and so intertwined to see this have some talking to the and speaking to the cloning aspect that we now know as part of the sequel trilogy and getting to that point and and helping to backfill in some of that story is 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 a very intriguing aspect of watching this last season too to see what they what they do to to flesh that out. I don't think they're going to flesh it out completely, but they're going to fill in some blanks or they're going to add some additional fodder to how we get to the somehow Palpatine returned piece. That's how does Asajj play? Yeah, well, I mean, just yeah, that's why add her if there's not so I mean, Cad Bane was in there too. Big... Oh yeah, that's cool. And I'm a fan of Cad Bane. He's a I don't Star think Wars she's villains. fighting the Bad Batch in, in there though. Well, wow. a villain of my villain, you know, the enemy of my enemy, maybe type yeah, of thing. Yeah, one of those. So, but the big controversy is that she's supposedly dead before uh, Revenge of the Sith, isn't she? Again, I was trying to read Dark Disciple and I can't remember. Yeah. So she apparently died before. <laughs> I can't remember how the book ended. Well, that book takes place during the Clone Wars and the whole plot was like trying to assassinate Dooku. So, of course, that doesn't happen within her lifetime supposedly but um yeah she's okay. a witch so <laughs> well, who killed her in the book or spoiler uh, alert i guess maybe let's save it for i want to say it was Duke. But, but yeah and they take her body put it in a water on dathomir and it kind of glows green and she gets welcomed back to the night sisters so which doesn't After mean death she can't or come back like yeah i mean we've all seen batman and the what Raz al Ghul, yeah, water that resurrects people. So, who knows? I thought you were gonna say like the penguins that carry the penguin into the water. <laughs> the, the, the still that you have up, or it, it seems a little um, uh, the colorations the, like didn't the clones or the the bad batch in the second season they changed up their colors and it just seems like some of the shoulder pauldrons that she has on is that coloration and then yeah her hairdo is She's definitely just like Sabine. You know, if you look at yeah. it, just finding her way in the galaxy and dressing however. But yeah, that she, where would she have gotten a yellow? How would she have gotten a yellow lightsaber? I think she had it in the book. Yeah, I'm she did. Yeah. They just chalk it up to, hey, they found one of the temple guards. It's, okay, it's her cool sabers, they're curved. So the color changed because she wasn't a Sith anymore. So. Like you can, you can stop the you can stop the bleeding if you will so to speak. I guess. Well, found new- then they turn white if you undo the bleed. They're white. So temple guards are let are yellow, and I have no idea why they're yellow. It's just temple guards get yellow, and I was like, uh, okay. I mean, yeah. I guess. 
Yeah, it's not the not the not the best fleshed out of of, of things. I mean, it's and, great and they're in going some to areas. Find a crystal doesn't doesn't yeah. you know a green one or a blue one or whatever didn't really didn't yeah. really help to. It's great make sense. in some areas. Like I love the connectivity with crystals, but at the same time, there's really no yep. explanation why. Because uh, they say, oh, green is for knights and blue is for defend whatever it is, some ridiculous yeah. thing. And but then Ahsoka just gets handed blue and green ones, you know, blue then green or whatever, green then blue, and so she just gets handed to them. And I'm like, okay, well, how did, uh, you know, they're picked by the user. How did Anakin? Because it's Anakin that gifts her second sabers, right? Like, how does Anakin choose the color? I guess I don't know. Like, that's the thing that's not really explored. I love the dark side. I love bleeding the crystal. I love curing the crystal, making them white, which Ahsoka did. Uh, but why they're yellow, like, it's no longer a, I choose a yellow one from the wall. So, I mean, the crystals are kind of living things. So, I mean, they would yeah. determine their color based on you, I guess. I don't know. It's I feel like, like there's got to be a change, though. Chooses, it just yeah. doesn't go from blue to green one day when you wake up and you're like, okay, cool. But uh, it's up for, yeah, it's up for debate. You know, oh, yeah, that'd be, it should have a filter on there, like, a kaleidoscope on the saber where you can change it. You're like, you know what? I feel like pink today. And you just rotate mm-hmm. a color scope it, and it Ryan, turns just like pink. In the Inquisitor book, um, the, I forgot the character's name, but she has her master's old lightsaber, right? Uh, there is one? a character that picks up a lightsaber of her, of another master, yeah. And it doesn't change, right? It stays the same color. Correct, but there is weight to it. Remember when I discussed that there's weight to it because she hasn't connected with the crystals yet? And I love that idea is that it's heavy. And it actually ties into the Darksaber, where the Darksaber might be more attuned to the user. Um, they're living crystals. So that's one of the so things that, that I love crystal, about Is the Darksaber crystal black then? Uh, I believe it is. Because, I mean... If you pull a crystal out at Disney World <laughs> when you're building a saber, isn't it black with a dark saber? That's like, I that's, yeah, I, I mean, technically, Disneyland and World isn't canon, but uh, that crystal isn't explored. But sure, why isn't it black? You know, there is a black crystal reason. at uh, Doc Ondar's, but it's red when you turn on the saber. So uh, it's like blood. So, but yeah, as far as the uh, bad batch i don't know where they're gonna go is it really are they really gonna commit and kill off these characters because you know star wars doesn't really like to kill characters off because it's like oh we'll just tell more stories with them later you can't just bury clone force 99 and be like we'll tell about it later and i'm like whoa we're like all the way into post return of the jedi with the main stories now uh these characters age very quickly because they're clones so it's what and this is the final fight season, so are you going to kill them off? Or are you just going to leave them happily ever after somewhere? I don't, I don't know, man. Are they going to show up in Andor? Like, you know. <laughs> like, I, I would go with them leaving the fight and retiring and somewhere, the island and stuff. Whatever. I want to kill them all off, but that's just me being a dark adult where it's like, give happen. me a final to the story, you know, protect somebody. But then again, it's like, what are they dying for? Uh, because... Nothing changed. It's not like they save the Death Star. Maybe they push it back a couple years instead of being completed in 10 years. Now mm-hmm. Palpatine has to do it 19 years or so. You know, maybe their sacrifice will mean something. And again, they might not even sacrifice themselves. But where do we go? If this is the final story, what's left to tell? Where are the characters? I think we kind of what happens to it. I mean, 
Well, we kind of wondered when the whole show was uh, announced, didn't we? Kind of, well, what's this all going to be all about? Where right, how's this going to work? Where yeah. the, where they're going to end up? Um, what we know Rex makes it because Rex is supposed to be Return of the Jedi or there. He's not that bearded guy though, whatever. But but you're right. Where are the Bad Batch oh, that they're not able guy. to help? He's the bearded guy. What's, That's why they made all the characters look like him in Rebels. He's the bearded guy. No, I'm pretty sure the late. Anyway, we've hashed that one out. But I thought they determined that he's there at the Battle of Endor, but that guy at the bunker is not him. Yeah, that's going back and forth a couple of times. Yeah, there's nothing official, but the dude in Battle of Endor looks like Santa Claus, and they just happen to make all the characters (laughs) in Rebels look like Santa Claus too. I'm like, come on, that's definitely the character. Um, but yeah, so where where Omega is, you know, that's the thing. Just is is this gonna end? I mean, that would be brutal, but it would make sense for this to end her still in captivity and part of, you know, that they don't rescue her, or that she's a part of the Emperor's plan. You know, that somehow she all this clone stuff's going to go on in in the background, um, even after this show finishes. Um, maybe she might have some some to play in all that. Yeah, yeah he, can't, he can't have full-on say, success, right? right? He, they have to delay it or otherwise put a damper in it because we've still got a pretty decent timeline between now and later to where he wants to – because he has to clone – what was it, Ray's dad trying to be a clone of him? Yeah, you got oh, yeah, to start cloning himself. So. I forgot. What was – what was? Um, oh, damn it. I've forgotten that from reading the, the – Dennis? Or no, it was like – Shadows of the Sith and – uh, It was something Mary funny. And, it's like a normal name, but they just put a D in front of it. Like instead of Zach, it's Dak or so. It's something weird where they put a D in front of it. So, but they were his. So let's get this right. So um, Ray's parents were Dathan. It was Dathan. He was he was a clone, wasn't he? He was seen as sort of a, a failed clone, wasn't it? But he's he didn't have force powers. He's a strand cast, which is oh, right. a partial a partial clone of Palpatine. So it has. Palpatine DNA and other people DNA. So that's he's not a hundred percent clone of Palpatine. He's partially right. cloned of Palpatine. And presumably there could have been loads of them. Yeah. So I mean, we we see what maybe Nala say, or we see a Camino cloner in the trailer. So this could have the Palpatine story of like, I have another task for you on Exegol, you know, and ship her off, and that'd be a great connectivity. But I still wonder. And still, just the existence of Boba Fett having a sister the same age as him, you know, a, a full-blooded, I guess, a really full-blooded clone DNA sister of him. Um, and there being another clone. Like, why, wasn't that other girl a clone, too, that was revealed at the end, the scientist with the goggles? Yes. Yeah, she said something about sister or something like yeah, that. Yeah, she's There's... like a full-clone, too. Well, I mean, she's a clone made... trooper, though, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, she's like a... Because a, she's aged up, obviously, where yeah. Boba Fett and Omega... You know, so it's like that's something I want to see in the future too. You know, it's a lot of threads hanging, but that's I fine. See, um, they wouldn't leave something like Omega on the table without a plan and a couple years to tell it. I want to see Asajj protecting the group from Darth Vader. I want an Anakin and Ventress rematch. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> you're, you're you're hoping for a lot. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, you bring back Palpatine. Vader's running around here. You know, like. I don't think we're going to see Fader at all in this, but wouldn't that be an epic thing right at the end? Oh, that'd be awesome. 
Heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I haven't started the rewatch. Uh, I'm kind of falling behind here because I got a lot of Netflix Netflix shows I'm watching right now. Well, stop watching uh, Rebel Moon and just finish watching. <laughs> I can barely finish. I can, I'm like halfway. Through. I literally. Here's the thing. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna because I bought roses. I bought Lego roses for my wife for uh, Valentine's Day, and I was like, you Spoiler know what? I'm gonna sit up. Spoiler, yeah. I already gave them to her. I was like, I ain't uh, doing this crap on Wednesday. So, jeez. Um, she, <laughs> But so I sat down at the table and I'm building these Lego roses and I like to watch something in the background. And I was like, I'll watch Rebel Moon. I literally turned it on, press play and lasted one second. And I was like, screw this. And I turned it back off. I was like, I freaking hate this. I turned it right off. And I'm just like, I can't with that movie. I'm going to finish it. I'm definitely going to finish it. But there's a lot of anime. What's the timeline of where we're at? It starts at order 66 mm-hmm. and how long from order 66 is what revenge of the sith how long from there to a new hope is that time gap that's it's 19 years between those is how far oh i guess because of luke and 19. them that how far along has the bad batch been so far in the two seasons that we've seen because there was only, but there was only like a, a year jump from season one to season two. There was some bit of time gap. I think there was only like a year jump between there. So even if this guy I, had I another year, say again. I don't even think it's been that long. Maybe. It's you don't the think same season year. One, season two had the had a. It says it's a, a, According to some articles I'm looking at, it's the same year. The year is the same. Like the okay, so season. all of this is the happening. Had a jump, right? I thought okay. between one and two, there was a bit of a jump there, yeah. too. Yeah, maybe. Six yeah, but it doesn't have to be. Yeah. yeah, but you can still be in the same year, you know, so. Yeah. Right, right. Same it's year. definitely not so making then, big leaps. So, right. So then this season, unless there's something at the very beginning of it that wants to show a contract, because um, there, there, there's not a major jump. So this could be what I'm trying to get at is, is the timelining aspect of this is wrapping up Bad Batch, one last fight in the first uh, quarter, let's say, of the time between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. That there's still a lot of time to take place after Bad Batch wraps up until we get to A New Hope and the Death Star and, and, and everything that needs to happen there. So there's... there's yeah. uh, well, I don't it's know what that means. What does that mean? That means there's wiggle room in the storytelling or there's there's wiggle room in, in, in what could have trans... what we see at the end of Bad Batch versus what how how it then gets to whatever something else has to happen in between the end of this and a new hope because somebody still exists or somebody's and still there, out there. I think this is like there so still far is a lot of room. New hope. Like it's really early on. Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. we're still like nineteen, eighteen years before New yeah. Hope. So I mean it, and solo, around and solo hasn't happened yet and you know solo's like ten BBY Obi-Wan Kenobi's 9 BBY, Andor's 5 BBY with Rebels. Like, So, I mean, there is a gap, but it's weird that they call it the final season of Bad Batch. But then what are they, what's the characters going to do? So I find that very intriguing. And uh, yeah, season right. one of Omega. <laughs> yeah, so wait until May. One last fight that they don't make. Yeah, I mean, that would be uh, that would be not the norm for how TV shows go. You know, the, the good guys, the characters, the ones you love, you're supposed to well, go just... on and live heavily after after. But do they take a chance and and, and not? Ha- I mean, they've done that with tech, you know, to, to not have that be the end game. Well, that's why we're I watching just, it. Excited. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Think about it. Omega 
just sort of um, right at the end of this uh, season three, just sort of going off and deciding to lift the quiet life with the uh, the geriatric um, clone people and not wanting to do more. She's all about exactly you're right. That's what I mean. And the clones themselves, they would go till the end. They would fight till the end. If the empire is getting bigger and bigger, and these stormtroopers become a thing, they would do something to be saboteurs or or insurgent type of causing havoc or whatever. That they have to be. They almost have to be dispatched or otherwise dealt with. They can't just go off. I don't know. Yeah, kind of. Unless yeah. they become like a really small rebel cell that is in Rogue One, but you, they don't really mention them. You know, they're just. Oh, kind of yeah, it could be that, that the rebels. Do they? Do they? Do they turn Crosshair around? Do they? Do they rescue yes. him and bring him back into the fold? He or does he save them and then you know die? Comes back into the fold, but it may not last very long. Is Tech still dead? Tech, uh, I'm, I'm still, I'm still, yeah. Everybody's going, everybody's got him. Like, um, you know, well, he had his funeral on it, all that kind of stuff. But I'm not. If he, here's a little, here's a little thing. If he stays dead, like if they verify, it's like, hey, look, here's this mangled body under the rocks. There's a <laughs> yeah. good chance. There's a good chance that they'll kill the rest of the clones. But if they find him alive, there's no way that they'll sacrifice the clones again. At the end of the series, just as well, personal says, thing. like I thought um, we'd end this by burying all our brothers or something like that, you know. Yeah, so oh, that's the make, thing. If they kill, if they, because they won't kill him twice. Because if he's alive, everyone will. Yeah. Ju- and then they kill off everyone at the end of season three. Everyone's just going to say, "Well, Tech survived. We just can't believe any of this." <laughs> but if they actually kill Tech, then it's like, yeah. okay, these guys yeah. could really be at risk to all die at the end of the series. Which would be a huge step for Star Wars because they don't like to kill people. They like to come back to the bank every while. But yeah, they've been telling the story forever now. Like people like to see finality with characters for once. Like well, I would, yes. You know, I mean, as, as, uh, as, as, I mean, as a cynical adult, yes. let's just wrap the, let's tell the story, man. Let's as a close cynical it adult out. watching an animated cartoon. <laughs> yes. Well, it's like when they kill them all. Um, oh. <laughs> Cad Bane back in Book of Boba Fett and uh, then sort of killed him in quotes. And then uh, not. So it's like, tell the story, you know, which so is fine. He's Cat dead in the future. Well, you also yeah, have Saul Guerrero aspect. You... I mean, that's what happened to Tech, but yeah, you have that sort of rogue element that could literally you know, send something sideways in, in what they're doing and, and and, and I mean, it would be a rehash of how the tech death, if you will, so to speak. But but there's that rogue element out there to the storytelling or to the to the ultimate goals. Yeah, I, I'm like you. Just I can't imagine what they sacrifice themselves for. That if it's going to be that type of death that we're okay with, well, as, as be, watching, it could only be to save Omega, can't it? Really. But yeah, but you yeah. to to I mean yeah I guess to to what end they saved Omega and we're okay with their death in that, but we're gonna as fans be have a but great but she doesn't exist anywhere else so it ultimately didn't wasn't any great sacrifice but in the moment it will be a value valor a sacrifice well, of value yeah, type great, thing because they will save save her. Not every great sacrifice has to be to uh, for significant Star Wars plot gain could just be for the emotional one of them saving 
somebody that they all agreed. Yeah, but that's, not, well, that's not yeah. the norm of storytelling. But yeah, we're getting to, to Ryan's point of just well, you know, tell that story. If 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 this is what they do, this in their minds a sacrifice that's going to lead to some bigger ultimate good, but it doesn't turn out that way. They don't know that they made their sacrifice. They 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 chose their valid path and 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 oh. made the and saved. You know, they saw in their minds see that they save her, but in our big uh, ability to see the big picture in the whole whole story we know it's such a tragic sacrifice because it ultimately doesn't work out or doesn't help oh it's going to be a it's going to be a tough season to watch i think <laughs> in a good way in terms of you know an emotional big story epic that's what i love about star wars storytelling man it just has some strings to pull sometimes I'm i feel sorry for anybody who didn't get into this show like three or four years ago <laughs> you know? Like, oh, no, no, number of number of, had my share of various conversations. They're watching it. They're like, oh, this is really good. I was like, yeah, you know, you needed yeah. to get it past that. I mean, Ryan's that test case of, of past the animation aspect. It's 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 animated because that's an easy way for them. But it it was more about a story and had added so much more to the to the overall story and to the to the mythos and the mythology of, of Star Wars that that's what makes it a good show, in addition to it's very well done animated wise, but there's a lot of meat on the bones to to what's being shown in these stories and and that's been more evident in in the rewatch in my rewatch of bad batch and and not watching it to evaluate it to be able to talk about it in senate sessions but just to watch it and have it soak in and you know try to get to the 500th time of watching those and knowing that there is some value to a rewatch where you're just um soaking it in and enjoying the story that's being showed to showed you know and 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 letting that marinate in that way versus the the dissection aspect that we tend to do right after a show's dropped ron isn't and, that nice that, and like, not knowing it and in the second rewatch you know the full story so you you know before when we're watching it episode at a time there's a lot of speculation and what's that mean so we don't have a good grasp of it but when you're watching it for the 500th time you know where it goes you pick up the little uh, extra nuggets or nuances or in-depth things it was like, wait, well, that's really a bold statement or that's really a bold move or that really has some impact. Ron, isn't it, isn't it nice that you can like out of what, how many years has Star Wars been out since 77? You can, you're sitting down to watch this like kind of niche animated series. And that's like, you're getting full enjoyment from any kind of Star Wars out of it. Yeah. You know? It's it. Uh, that that's why I, I, I yeah, I, I love that aspect. Of all the of options, you can watch Star any movie, anything. You're watching Bad Batch again. You know that's just I don't. I'm, I'm just still floored by the awesome content that we've been getting and it's at our fingertips. You know? <laughs> that, that ultimately, I think George, you know, will have finally gotten what he wanted, which was to create this universe and let his friends, and while they're not his friends in that sense, but let other directors, other storytellers, tell stories in his yeah. big universe, and. Thankfully, they've they've kept Star Wars to where you you got to tell a story in the big universe, but it, it's got to be connected. It can't be the the crazy the what if type of thing or the it, it has to tie in or it has to work in that sense. Um, and and they found a way to sort of do that in this in this big yeah. giant universe and in this big story that to tell that exactly here forty plus forty five year plus years later whatever I'm watching some animated show that has some tie to something that I watched in seventy seven. It well, is. I mean, if anybody very... wants like a what if or some kind of weird experimental thing, that that's what we have visions for now. You know, so 
that that's outside. Yeah, of the, exactly. Those are all great alternate stories. Yeah. Ronan's getting explored. That he's getting another prequel comic. I should say he's getting a prequel comic. He has another comic. Uh, it's going to be a one shot. He has a book. I mean, that's a nice what if universe. And again, it's something that Marvel has done well, and it's something that fans want. This is it really something that we need in Star Wars? Like, it creates discussions. You know, everyone talks about, well, what if Qui Gon raised? You know, but it, what if is nice, but it's just like supplement stuff. They're giving uh, stuff. The Marvel like what if though? I'm like, I, I didn't ask this what if <laughs> nine times out of ten of the time. You know, like I still haven't got through season two of the Marvel what if, but like, oh, it's it's kind of what if, and it's kind of I, like I would have never like asked for those or thought of that stuff some of the stories that they do on the what if so i don't know i'd be really curious about what a star wars what if would look like but like i said we have visions for alternate timelines and alternate yeah, yeah, all this, yeah it, go ahead yeah. sorry i was no i was going to switch gear all this nostalgia talk or whatever let's get you have the youtube thing pulled up can you pull up the episode one trailer real quick oh, so if you can pull it up quick if you can find it quick quickly right it's just, yeah, it's just a yeah. Okay, just to sign sign off on a because wasn't what was Steven's question? Um, uh, Padme's uh, handmaid. So it'll it'll dovetail into that. Yeah, pull the trailer up quick. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. Because doesn't this start in the fog? Is it that trailer? Yes. Yes. And we see the yeah. Do I have the sound outside of that? I don't remember. I think it then clips to the to the pod racing. Well, let's see. This is a twenty five year old uh, trailer. Ryan doesn't remember any of this. All right, so for those listening, we're rewatching the episode one trailer, so which I think you know doesn't have much in the way of uh, dialogue at first. All right, Bye, let's, let's, let's roll into here? the uh, Phantom Menace trailer since we're gonna get it in theaters once again. to the prophecy of the one who will bring balance to the force you believe it's this boy he can see things before they happen he can help you the force is unusually strong with him he was meant to help you anakin come on to take off will i ever see you again what does your heart tell you are you sure about this trusting our fate to a boy we hardly know anakin skywalker meet obi-wan kenobi i sense much fear in you the boy is dangerous. They all sense it. Why can't you? Fear is the path to the dark side. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering.
Where's the voiceover guy? You need yeah. voiceover guy for that. Definitely yeah, a twenty-five-year-old trailer. It's I would say it's a, saying, would you say? I would say it's a bit spoilerish. I'm saying it now. I bet that all happens in the first ten minutes. That. <laughs> no, there was the one shot. There was the only one shot at the funeral pyre where he turns and looks, and he's got his his, his hood up. That was at the I'll end. I'll tell you, of the movie. I have no idea what the heck's going to happen in that film. Double-bladed lightsabers and. Yeah, and the Anakin Skywalker meet sabers Obi-Wan. don't sabers don't work like that. What's he have? Two batteries and two crystals, double blade it. That's just dumb. That's not how it was in the original trilogy. No, and then they need to go back and fix the trailer and put in CGI Yoda because oof, the right. catch that Yoda is in the Phoenix trailer. Oh, I hope it's pu- <laughs> give me puppet Yoda. <laughs> Yoda looks older than he does in uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, that's what I thought too. When 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 we watched the movie, I thought he looked older than than he should be. He's supposed to be younger. It's quite spoilery when you think about it, because you see the uh, the the command ship um, in the war. Oh, you do, don't you? And if you if you dissect it like we dissect stuff now, frame by frame, yeah, I I think it's I think it's by today's standards if you will very spoilerish in 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 all that's in there. So three PO, you know, with no skin and. But you got to remember, we had no context for any of this stuff. Touche, right? We were. It's it's 16 years later. We're excited to have it back. So we were just, you know, gobbling but, all of that up to have Sam Jackson as is is what looks to be a a, a Jedi and and a 3PO and R2s back and ships What's this battle about lightsaber battle meet and like just hey Anakin Skywalker meet Obi Wan Kenobi like that alone is like oh man that's amazing <laughs> yeah that's no, what yeah, I can yeah. see why people were hyped for it. Yeah, you knew you were going to get that, right? Yeah, that yeah. was that, that was going to be a part yeah. of what it was. I had no idea three PO was built by Anakin, you know? No, nope, yeah. nope, yep. or that R two was the the Queen's robot, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. You know, I'm watching excited. it uh, watching it again made me feel like excited again, like like I did the first time I watched that. Yeah, it, it, it really does have that. It's got a special place in my heart as the Phantom Menace. It's pr- yeah, it, it's got that real, it, we'll leave that there. real uh, nostalgia factor to yeah. it. I think I mean, we get to see the Jedi Council. Like, we never even saw, yeah. like, two Jedi in the OT. And then to come out with this yeah, trailer and see the scene, like, look at that city back there. Like, what's going on? Like, it was just, Ricky's scrubbing through the trailer and he's paused it at a scene where, where the scene where they're testing um, Anakin. So he's he's surrounded by the Jedi Council. And in this day and age where we dissect stuff frame by frame that that you know is oh, usually yeah. is just a flash and you have to try to frame that frame. This was clearly on screen for you know a second and a half. Right, we see the Jedi Council. We see them all sitting around. Who can name all these guys? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, could who could or could we as a, a Senate yeah. name? Well, I think okay, the, let, the, let's start I think in the, middle. the bottom right chair um, would be a challenge because we can't see who she is, and I don't even know that we know who she is. Isn't that uh, Kanan's uh, master, Adi, whatever? Depa. Well, Alana? start somewhere, like you say, and let's go around the around okay, the hall. Okay, so uh, Kieti Mundi. Yeah, Kieti Mundi. Yoda. Yoda. Mace. Mace. Plokun. Chickenhead. Chickenhead. <laughs> is the, is that the walkway? Is there a gap between Plo and and the lady yeah, I was asking? That's the, walkway. <laughs> that's the walkway. So there's nobody there. So I there's think the this unknown. Is Balaba. <laughs> okay, I like it. Kolar, what's his name? Uh, he was Agent. The... I, I, Agent Kolar. Agent Kolar. Okay. Really? Yarrow Proof. Yarrow Proof. Yarrow Proof. Yep. Um, Adi. Kiadi Monday. Uh, yeah, and then his 
Oh, this guy. No, Keandy Monday was the first one I said. Oh, yeah, he's next to Yoda. Yeah, that's, um... I can't even make Is that Rancisus? Yeah, that's Oppo Rancisus. Yeah, Oppo Mr. Long Nails. Yep. Who's that? Jocasta Newton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought that was that? Yaddle. Where's is that? Yaddle's next one. Yaddle's right here. I think yeah. that's rough. Who's this? I don't know. I, I just... And this guy is... Uh, that's the, the guy with the horns? Yeah, I forget yeah. his name. So I would just like to remind everybody also, since this movie is dropping May 3rd, the Living Force book, which is the story of the Jedi Council, before Episode 1, drops April 9th. So if you want like a big backstory of what happened probably right before Episode 1, there's mm-hmm. another book coming out that will explore every single one of those members. And I would love to read more about them because... I don't know a lot about them. You know, Oprah and Sissies appears in High Republic, Yarrow Poof, those guys, and Yoda have been on the council for hundreds of years, as I've mentioned before, just stealing everyone else's position. But still, (laughs) it'd be pretty neat to see the stories of all the council and how they discuss things, because it's all of them going on one adventure and getting trapped somewhere. So I hope that they don't just argue and debate the whole time. Uh, But I'm hoping to see all them and their skills. They're all masters. Oh, I'd like yeah, to be I think, I think it would be you have some fleshed out backstory aspect to, to to what's in the book. What's the one guy we didn't name for it's the horns? Lady right here. No, but in between you yeah, the last one and Kiadi and oh, we recognize something. Sassy Ten. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, nice one. Yeah. But yeah, so we you have, know, we have it that would suck one. to be on the council. Because all your meetings happen at sundown. Mm. <laughs> every, every time well, yeah, I'm in the room. Good lighting in there. Good lighting. Plo's got a terrible seat. So does Mace. Always with the sun in his eyes. That's why Yoda's Ooh, all wrinkly. Yeah. He's always squinkly, squinting with the sun. You know, that Maybe low they're sun hoping Kiati uh, Mundi's head will block the sun. <laughs> you know, that uh, shadow doesn't look like it's going in the right direction. So oh, I'm going to say this is I see just bad. Too. <laughs> bad at who directed this movie? Oh my god, just bad sh- I know you're being a bit facetious, but what shadow yeah. do you think you're talking about? Like Anakin's else. shadow. Yeah, it Anakin looks like the sun. Work. Yeah, it looks like the sun's kind of by Yaddle, but, but there is a window on this side too. So, yeah, it's not, it's not just being fandom menace. You know, it's look, funny, look there's, there's a scene when uh, Queen Madal is standing there by the window, and you can see the lights on her dress, and you can see the extension cord plugged into the wall. <laughs> And they never fix that. It's still there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that is a coffee cup there on the floor by that last. Oh gosh, it's a Starbucks. No, they didn't have Starbucks back then. Orig- give me the original cut with Puppet Yoda. Yeah. With Puppet Yoda. Be a, be a extension. Ooh, will we get digital Yaddle? That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, would they do a a Puppet Yoda and a, a Puppet Yaddle and digital Yoda? Yeah. That'd be. Hmm. Yeah. Because Yaddle oh, doesn't or say anything, right? No, she just kind of sits and looks around. Yeah, like you say, Ricky, to scroll through it in 99 and just to see the Jedi Council and then to see the Coruscant oh, yeah. in the background and the ship traffic that's flying in the, in the sunsetted sky and just the full city that just goes on forever and ever and ever, it would be beyond thrilling. So we have no idea what that pod racing aspect or what that what we were looking at there. We would have been oh, just yeah. dumbfounded yeah, by that. We saw Dubax at the very, very beginning. Um, we would have no idea where Naboo was um, as it scrolls through. 
seeing that first first scene and her yeah. ship. We'd be all excited at the big fancy chrome ship. We have Palpatine's no context. Not in it. For. No Palpatine. Yeah, we have no idea that Palpatine. And we, we we see that there's obviously some new baddie because we see Maul and we Did see we know him. City, um, the Emperor's name was Palpatine back then. We didn't, right? If people yeah. read the book, they did. In the because they call him, I think I think they call him Chief Palpatine in the original, uh, like book for Return of the Jedi or something like that. Or didn't they? Ex- that was like his you name closely, was revealed. There's a wire right here going down, and then it goes over here. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder which character is Jar Jar Binks. I think that's Jar Jar there. <laughs> Well, yeah, we have no idea who when he gets zapped by it and when they're underwater. Obviously, he's something because he's with Obi-Wan. I don't think the trailer even mentions that guy, Liam's name, right? So we don't know that no. that's Qui-Gon. Like, we just that assume. Yeah. yeah, we just assume that's going to have to be. Well, no, we, we don't even assume that that has to be Obi-Wan's master because at the time we would have thought Obi-Wan was trained by Yoda because he said, I thought I could train him like like Yoda would or something like that, that we yeah. were a bit surprised. There was a bit of a surprise that, that wait, the dialogue in the original trilogy is such that Obi-Wan was trained by Yoda. And it was a bit retconned in terms of, yeah, the kid was, or when he was a kid, he had the Yoda training as a youngling or whatever. But there was so much anyway, promo so stuff though, like during this time, because I remember having like a Pepsi thing or something that like, I don't know if he was collecting the bottle caps or doing something like that, but each one had like a little oh, card Pepsi, that Pizza came with Hut, Pepsi. Taco Bell. Yeah, they all had their. Yeah, I remember having an Obi Wan like punch out card. You punch in all the box and with that, and it said like Obi Wan Kenobi, headstrong Padawan, and whatever you know. And his master, it had Obi Wan, it had a uh, Qui Gon, it had cards for everybody. So. So yeah, hopefully it. it's hopefully it's a widespread theater release to, for the May Fourth release of this or whatever, I and then we can count on the, the shelf. Then we can count the hand. Oh, there was enough merch from back in 99 that we can just, un- I need to get in my basement and start unloading the stuff from episode one that I have because there's going to be a nostalgia factor where people are going to want to want to pick it up. So I need to, I need to go dig through that stuff because we don't need any more F1 merch other than um, to, to count the handmaidens. What was the quiz question, uh, Chancellor? How many handmaidens? Yes, is, is, how many handmaidens does Queen Amadana Well, let me scroll have. through the trailer and see if there's <laughs> No, wait, wait. No, that's cheat. That's cheat. <laughs> I don't think we saw any. Um, we, we see no, her as a handmaiden, but technically, you know, we don't know that at the time. We don't even this know is who such she a is. spoiler. That is true. Wow. <laughs> Do we see it blow up? Or we just see we don't know what it is. We just think no, it's a, don't know it and the, yeah, actually see that action. shot there. The way the way they have it, we don't know that that's a flying ship versus a, an attached to something. You know, there'd be some speculation as to what the heck's going on. We don't really know that that's a space station in that Tiny current orientation. Yeah, is a it like blockade? Is that? Is that like a what is that going on there? Um, it's a city okay. in the sky. How do you, you want us to each give an answer? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it's so how many handmaidens does Queen Amadana have in the Phantom Menace? So it's uh, more than one, less than ten. Um, oh, we're, we're not doing jeopardy, blank jeopardy. Not with more than one and less than ten. You've you've you <laughs> sort of sort of more than one and less than a hundred would have been a bit bit of a better win. You can name them all. Ability. Well, no, I haven't got the names here. I can get the names here. So, um, okay, uh, uh, Ricky. I'm going to say five. Okay, uh, Ryan. Six. Marie. Um, 
I think it's more than 10. Isn't it like 12? Well, I would go, uh, it's not more than 10. I gave the constraints, it's less than 10. It's less than 10? Definitely. Hmm. Well, the answer I got is. Okay. Well, then uh, I'll go with eight. And uh, Ron? I'm with Maria. I thought it was going to be more than 10 as well. But since we have those constraints and I was also going to guess eight, but I'll take the seven just so that we have different numbers hmm. across the board Five, six, to find six, out who wins. You guys are counting the replacements after the ones that died. So. <laughs> I, I couldn't well, decide one, between that one scene. I, I think it, it, six or eight. on on um, with uh, Boss Nass or whatever. It, there's I seems really seems like there's a bunch there, but we'll see what the answer is. Five, six, seven, eight. Yep. We <laughs> appreciate. But the answer Four. I've got now, you make me all doubt that I should take the word of a random <laughs> website online um, <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> no, it, it's good. Well, you're you're safe. <laughs> the answer that the answer that I've got anyway is five. Oh. Wow. Five. Five. So we're uh, to, there's gotta be more than that. The jury the jury might be out. No, she's might walking down the stairs. Out. There's there's four other people with her. And then she turns around and right, we're brave, Your Highness. There's like there's only five of them. So well, I challenge that the the the, the evidence put before the Senate session is Inaccurate and needs to be reviewed. Well, we'll be watching the film. I, I say we table it soon, and we can count every scene where we see her handmaidens. You don't take a screenshot <laughs> and, and count them. Yeah, and the movie will be released by that time, and we can see how many there are. But I, I, I think I agree. Nope. I think there's more. No watching the movie till May, so we'll have to figure out this answer by May. I at least watch this movie like once a month, so. <laughs> You're going to have to hold off. You have to build excitement for the movie. Show some restraint. <laughs> yeah. I'll just bet to watch Focus. It. Focus. Okay, folks. So that's it. This is the how the show ends. We're a thunderous applause, and we've already given the quiz answer. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we went over the bad badge. We quickly went through the Fenton Menace as if it was uh, 15, 25 years ago, even. And uh, we've had a good chit chat about this, that, and the other thing. So, uh, find us all on the usual social media platforms. So, goodbye for everybody, and it's a goodbye from our fellow senators. So, it's goodbye from Ricky. Bye bye. Goodbye from Ryan. Look up Star Wars Unlimited at your local game store. Coming soon. Sponsored by them. <laughs> goodbye by Marie. From Marie. Bye bye. Who's managed to hold herself together for the whole two hours, and it's a. Uh, Goodbye from Ron. Cheers, everyone. Stay safe out there. Goodbye. All right. Bye, everybody. Be with you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Go switch off. sure to follow us online we're at facebook at psw senate join our plus 20 star wars facebook group where we all are in there interacting you can find us on twitter at psw senate on instagram we're at psw senate podcast and on tiktok we're at psw senate podcast we look forward to hearing from you the force will be with you always
Okay. Started recording. Yeah, start that. Start off now. Let's see if I won't let me split screen, split view, Skype. Oh yes, it does. Very is good. Is there a new? Is there a new trailer for this or no? Just the same. No, there's no. I don't think there is. I, I got, I got really annoyed this morning. I was on YouTube and somebody was saying, you know, final, final season three trailer. And it's basically just they've added bits to it from other stuff. I mean, they've got people commenting, going, "Wow, I can't wait! Chopper's going to be in it." <laughs> I was like, oh, "Goodness!" Sake. And I just commented, "Unofficial trainer in quotes." I was going to report them to uh, to YouTube. I've stopped doing that now. Anytime anybody posts um, trainers, well, they thought they thought Chopper was going to be in Phantom Menace. Any, actually, I did it last weekend. I think I, re- I reported about three or four videos. Uh, people mm. who post them with official trainer or latest trainer and then claim no selling them as if they're official and proper stuff yeah. and then not even putting anything in the captions to say that it's fan made so i just reported them for fake yeah being, for being fake yeah i don't like that either yeah that stuff's ridiculous yeah I'm, i mean i could i could be a full-time job reporting stuff like that on youtube really um but sometimes I just I just get annoyed about it. But the reports go to nowhere in YouTube. You know, you complain about Facebook when you report stuff and you get something back that says, oh, we've seen your report. Thank you for that. But on YouTube, you go report and you hear absolutely nothing. And Twitter does the same thing. They never get back to you. They never say like, oh, we received your report. And then you go look like, oh, we received it. No, no, yeah, right now you're right. Yeah, I, every, every day I think I report about one or two bots who, oh, look, somebody's liked my comment. Who's this random person? Uh, almost. If, you know, I know if I get any, if I get a like within like um, you know five minutes of me posting anything on Twitter, I know it's just bots are everywhere. Oh, the gang's here. Oh no, one's oh, here. Oh, one's here now. The gang is. Oh no, we're still waiting for it. I got everyone. Marie. Nope, oh, still waiting for Marie. Yeah. So you're excited about the Super Super Bowl? I'm hoping to see a Deadpool trailer. That's why I'm going. <laughs> Nobody's hoping to see Taylor, Taylor Swift. I'm sure that's what Ron's watching it for. I like Taylor Swift. I have some. She might be there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Halftime show. You got Usher and probably a bunch of other people coming out. So. I've never watched a Super Bowl. I've always, sometimes the day after, I see some of the highlights of the the you know the, the show in the middle. That kind of stuff. I just still remember. Is it Diana Ross who kicked the football and missed the goal? No idea. Wouldn't wouldn't. Oh, remember yeah. that one. That was that was a that was a quite a few um, years ago. Now I've never seen the cricket championship, so I don't blame you. No, right. Football. <laughs> <laughs> Ross, you probably you probably get the same effect I get trying to watch American football. You just fall asleep, probably. I usually uh, watch them, like I said, just just because they release all sorts of new movie trailers yeah, yeah. there. So I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll hang out. I'll, while the game's on, I'll go to the kitchen and eat snacks. So when trailers or commercials come on, I'll be like, "Well, let's go see what happens." I just really get the team I don't I don't like the most. So my team's never in the Super Bowl. We've been there twice, but we, or once and we lost. So. <laughs> so how long how long is the mid show break then? Uh, Thirty minutes. minutes. Yeah. Thirty minutes. It's actually on right now. The pregame. <laughs> So do they not talk? Do they not spend half an hour talking about the first half? They spend the. So literally just, it's literally just pyrotechnics and and trainers doing the. Yeah, I think the concert's usually like twenty minutes, and they spend like ten minutes reviewing the game. You know. I mean, 
if there's not a giant concert like normal games, yeah, they'll talk about the entire half. But mm. since it's the Super Bowl, they got to put some of the time towards the show. Mm. By the way, hi guys. Good morning. Thank you for joining. Has us. anybody watched? Has anybody watched Fall of the House of Usher on Netflix? No. Nope. Uh, cool, it's got a Mark Hamill's in it a bunch. Maybe not a bunch, but he's a background character in it a bunch. So it's oh, funny to see it. like this evil lawyer. I think this it, is the trailer. To watch it. That's official. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah, that sounds good. much better. Yes. No, that's right. It starts on the planet, doesn't it? With the uh... yeah. Is that the original trailer, though, Ricky? It's it not is. the in the beginning uh, one, but it actually is the official trailer, though. It's the official. It's the official original trailer. I remember that. Mm. Wait, let's just say every saga has a beginning. Let me see. I suppose there were teaser trainers then. I, yeah, there was a te- that was the teaser. Was it? Oh yeah, no, this yeah, is yeah, it was. Like, two and a, two minutes twelve seconds. Yeah, I remember the. This is the actual trailer. I remember watching this one first time. All right. So what we're gonna do? We're gonna do. Uh, are we gonna do? We're doing around the table, we? Right? I suppose. Imagine so. Yes. Yep. We should. Um. And we got any news? Um. The news we've been behind on for a while. Like, hey, there's a bad batch trailer. <laughs> like well, that yeah. was news that I wrote down. Obviously, the announcement of a new movie. Uh. We've never even talked about the Mandu and Grogu movie announced. No, and, uh, no, no. And like, well, Star Wars, Star Wars villainous the game announced an expansion, but we never like said who it could be. But really, only me and Ricky played it anyway. So yeah, <laughs> there's something else that came out. Uh, what was it? Uh, and a semi semi Lando confirmation. There was that. Yeah, it really wasn't official. He just said, hey, I'm kind of writing this movie. Yeah. And like that was kind of it. But we're also supposed to have about five movies <laughs> that already that have never showed face. So until it has a trailer, like I won't even believe any announcements at like Star Wars U or anything like that. I'm just like until it has like in a trailer, I, I won't believe it exists. Yeah, like a celebration you, when they come out. I still don't even believe I still don't even believe the second Joker movie exists and people are saying it's a musical. I'm like, I don't believe it. And they're like, no, it's already clips. been filmed. <laughs> I, and I don't think they're real clips. Like, it's just so mind boggling that it's a musical with Lady Gaga. And I'm like, I, I don't believe it. So <laughs> until it's real, I don't know what to believe. There was dancing in the first one. Yeah, the step scene, but that's No, it. he's in his underwear. <laughs> oh, yeah, with the makeup on. Yeah, but it wasn't a musical. Like, they're saying this is a musical. They could make it claymation and it would be an improvement from that first movie. (laughs) Hey, I love Joaquin Phoenix, and he did amazing. He's a great actor. He's he's weird, but that movie was just... (laughs) Yeah, it it definitely was an interesting... I've watched Batman first again before watching that one. (laughs) Whoa, whoa. Whoa. (laughs) That one was loads better. <laughs> Steady on, dude. Yeah, on. I've only watched it two or three times. Not a lot, but like the second one, I'm like Lady Gaga. <clears throat> that's an interesting choice. Musical. Are there any other movies you guys watch like as much as Star Wars? 
Like I'm constantly watching a Star Wars movie, like at least like once or twice a week. But like, is there anything else um, you guys repeatedly watch that's not Star Wars? <laughs> Depends on what Marvel release. Like if Marvel releases a movie, I'll go back and watch a couple movies and shows. Not shows because I usually don't want to put eight episodes, you know, for something to do. I'll usually go back and watch a couple movies. Um, but if I'm playing like a Star Wars board game, I'll put out a Star Wars movie. Yeah. Uh, but hey, on, Marvel just has a lot more connected movies, honestly. So I put them on a lot. On that Marvel front, Age of Ultron was on last night. And that is one I just, I have never gotten my head around. It was Ultron from somewhere bad guy, or was he like, we, we like created him and then he, he, he got self-aware and, and, and turned bad. What, who, what the hell is yeah. Ultron? Yeah. In the, in the original nutshell. comic, in the original comic, he was created by Hank Pym and he just kind of went evil type because Hank okay. Pym the original Avengers. Uh, he's the old guy. Ant-Man. He's the Ant Man yeah. dad, father in law. Yeah. 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 Right. Okay. So, but he wasn't a character in the MCU, so they just gave him to Iron Man and to uh, Bruce Banner. And then that's the movie where create... they, cre- they they literally created Vision. Or was he yeah. a guy and then put yeah, did something with him or whatever? He... Vision was, well, again, Vision was in the comics. He was supposed, he was created by Ultron. And Vision was supposed to be Ultron's perfect body because it's like made of adamantium. He can phase in and out of things. He can increase his density. Okay. Like just super power. Like he's was supposed to be the perfect being for the Ultron conscience uh, because it's just AI. He's really just AI. Yeah, he was it's like Tony's like, AI that, named Jarvis. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw saw some of that. Or some of that sunk in last night too, or whatever. And then they got a hold of Vision, or however they had Vision, whatever. And they 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 made sure he didn't go didn't go rogue, or otherwise put the good stuff in him. Yeah, they like gave him the mind gem. I didn't want to say the mind stone. Oh, is that yeah. how he turned? Yeah, gave it. That's what. Okay, I just needed a quick quick um, cliff notes trying to understand it. Thank you. But. Like what you said, Ricky, some other movies that I watch in the background. Uh, I've been watching a lot of like Kong and Godzilla, the new, the new era, because <laughs> Godzilla versus Kong was probably my favorite movie of that year, and I am so hyped for the next uh, Godzilla and Kong movie, man. I'm so hyped for that. Do you do Godzilla plus one? I've heard good things about that. Minus one. Or I'm sorry, is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, that's what we went to the wedding. <laughs> so I haven't because that's a that's a straight Japanese film that's dubbed and stuff like that. And people talk about, it's kind of upsetting because it's like, Oh, this is how you make a monster movie without monsters. But when people watch the new Godzilla and Kong movies, they're like, I don't want to see about the people. I want to see the monsters. But then those same Godzilla fans watch minus one. And it's like, Oh, it's such a period piece. We're about the people. And Godzilla only appears for like five minutes. Like I want it to kind of see it in theater only because the hype I was hearing and just to kind of badmouth the movie. Like, I'm like, come on, you can't really be serious that this is better than Godzilla V Kong. I mean, that movie was incredible, man. Like the epitome it's really, of it's a really two hour movie. And, and he's a, the, the Godzilla's in it all of, of 10 minutes. That's from what I heard. Yeah. It was like five and a half minutes. I mean, oh, it was wow. someone, he's like, oh, he's only in it for five, but it might have yeah, been like was 10 minutes. So it's like in the original Godzilla movies, you know, they have their fans that are, you know, older now. But it's I show that to my kids and they're just like, this is horrible. Man. They're laughing hysterically. And I was like, yeah, it's stupid. Uh, 
but Godzilla v Kong is one of those movies that if I want to fall asleep to something, I'll put it on because it's something I love and watch in the background. No, <laughs> I can just it'll entertain me and then I'll just because if I fall asleep, I won't feel like I miss anything because I saw it so much. I think I've watched all the new ones, but I watched I like that last one. I had to rewatch them again because if that new one does come out, I don't remember the uh, one after. Gosh, which one was it? The second you know, one that Godzilla. they came out. Yeah, the Godzilla, know. King of the Monsters. No, yeah, yeah that one I don't remember too much. Yeah, that one starts off. It's like a, it's like it shows the aftermath of them fighting. Yeah. Like he I remember, of, but I don't. Yeah. He had a bunch of cool monsters. Like the Godzilla and Kong movies were fine before. You know, I'm like, okay, they look good. But Godzilla v Kong, it seemed like it took all the problems and fixed them. Like. They fought in the daylight instead of in the rainy night. Like they fought in the daylight multiple times. They had almost the entire movie was mon- three monster battles that they fought. They fought a bigger monster. So I'm like, Shh. it's like the perfect monster movie. I'm also like Pacific Rim and stuff like that too, though. So I like big yeah. monsters. But I guess Star Wars. Yeah. So yeah. I watched the Marvel. Yeah. Oh, did you watch that? Yeah, it was really good. I like really like. Yeah, I like I, I like Brie Larson. I like I like her movies. Yeah, she did after the original Captain Marvel. Netflix released the movie with her and Samuel Jackson, uh, like Rainbow Unicorn or something like that. But she's in Skull she, Island she, too, right? With Sam Jackson. Uh, yeah, she was in one of the Kong movies. But yeah, she was find that Netflix one. It's people complained about her acting chops, but then you watch that movie and it's so obvious that she was told to act like an emotionless character. Cause that's what the Cree are. The Cree are known for not celebrating emotions. So they're like, no, you, you don't go by your feelings. You go by facts. So when it, she's like, Oh, she's emotionless. I'm like, yeah, all the Cree are, that's what the Cree are. And then you watch again. I don't remember what it is, but it's something like rainbow. Uni- it's something unicorn and she's incredible in it. And there's like all this crazy wide acting stuff. Like she almost won an Academy award for her acting. So I'm like, don't tell me she's a bad actor. Like that's BS, man. So, but yeah, I, I thought Marvel like her from Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> Dude, did you watch the animated series? No, I haven't watched it yet. I gotta watch so, it remember, I complained I canceled Netflix months ago because they blamed rising prices on the writer strike, and I was like, all right, and I canceled. Well, I had to bring it back because Masters of the Universe came out, mm. and Scott Pilgrim came out, and I started watching Rebel Moon, which is horrible. Rebel Moon is terrible. <laughs> if you want to talk about, oh, you should have made a Star Wars movie. I've been trying to finish that movie for like three freaking weeks now. And it is terrible. Um, well, he even said it was terrible not... because it's not his vision. It's, he's coming out with the director's <clears throat> cut now. So. Yeah, that's the other thing. <laughs> no, that's not gonna, I don't think that's going to help it. <laughs> oh, his fans will love it, though. But regardless, but if you if you like Scott Pilgrim, which I love, the other one was a classic. The yeah. animated series is hilarious man it's it's great so definitely watch the where's the, scott pilgrim animated netflix. netflix okay and it's based on like the original art style um it has like a better you know a bigger story to it so. i've, I've read that, a couple of the of the um issues of the, the smaller books but i literally you know, only watched the movie i knew of the art style and of the comics or mangas or whatever they are yeah and uh it was good. And then I watched Masters of the Universe. It was incredible. I'm like, oh my god. I haven't watched the second one yet. My daughter's like, no, we'll take a break and we'll watch that one. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so it's only five episodes. That's it, man. Yeah, so it was the first one, though. Yeah. No, the first one's ten episodes. Oh, yeah, it was ten. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, split twice. Ten but yeah. long episodes. They were not long episodes. They were action. But this is really condensed. But yeah, it's, I've been doing a lot of TV lately. Right. Okay, Camel. <laughs> okay, folks. Let's limb, with Limber Doc. We've got the yep. after show recorded. The tip and, of the uh, tongue and top of the teeth. Yes, there you go. It's right. so, okay. Um, so I've got my script here and stuff. And uh, is everybody ready to go? Marie's going.